This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. On DAB Digital Radio and 1089 and 1053 AM, Hawksby and Jacobs on Talk Sport. This is Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs with you through until four here on TalkSport, where this afternoon we bring you our traditional Christmas Eve bash, where, as always, we're joined by a gaggle of the TalkSport heartland. Good afternoon, TalkSport listeners. Good afternoon. Hey. 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 Good afternoon. That's coming from hey, Paul. around the world. There was a start of a heap, Paul and Andy, but <laughs> it got, got phased out. <laughs> anyway, Andy, what's coming up coming as, up. as you disrobe? Well, it's very hot in here. Coming yeah. up over the next three hours, circumstances dictate that once again, sadly, we can't welcome you all into the studio. So instead, we'll virtually check in with a cross-section of the audience from as far afield as Ecuador, the USA, Malaysia and Middlesbrough. And Middlesbrough, that's right. We'll also dust off that hoary old collection of classic clips. So strap yourselves in for two different stories. The Bordeaux Tapestry, Antini Amy, <laughs> Goffey's mate from Gatwick, and of course Ian Collins and That Macaque. Oh, that's good, isn't it? There's all this, plus a couple of friends on the show pop up in the Fools panel. And for the first time ever, it's a three-way T20 birthday spread between Paul, Max and Charlie. That's right. It is six minutes past one. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Yes. Good afternoon, Paul. Oh, look, there's somebody there. There we are. <laughs> somebody, witness protection or somebody, something. Yeah. <laughs> somebody said, somebody looking, coming to us in sort of virtual darkness, which is slightly worrying. People coming from... Identity protected. Yeah. People coming from different parts of the world today. As we nice, said, we're going to be in Quito in Ecuador a little bit. A lot of talk sport listeners over in the States. Maybe the Quito diet. <laughs> One who should be in Tokyo, but is uh, in Atlanta. And so is that's it? basically what we do. If you've not heard the Christmas... I hope yeah. you're having a good Christmas Eve so far. We chat to the listeners it's around the Charlie world. Charlie Melly, the man from the telly in, on, in darkness. Though. Oh, it's in darkness. Oh, Charlie's there in the... Uh, we'll find. Look, we'll have a chat with him a little bit later and see if we can get those curtains open at some point. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't want to know uh, what he looks like. So, uh, yeah, it's basically that. We'll bring you some classic clips from, uh, from back in the day. You've probably heard them a million times before. Have a chat with the listeners. Uh, we'll have a Fools panel for you. We'll also have a T20 birthday spread. Max joining us from Australia. Uh, Charlie will be joining us as well, and and he's got five gilt edge gags. Jeff, keeping the score. I've actually got ten, 
because uh, I wrote ten, but I'm, we're only doing five birthdays, so I'll dot them around the rest okay. of the show. Waste not, one not. Indeed. Anything else you want to talk about before we crack on? Is no, it, not really. No, there's nothing you've noticed? Or <laughs> no, anything? not really. You, you may have to make a mercy dash at two o'clock. Yes. Uh, downstairs to the home of the lateral flow test, because you're running short. I can't get any anywhere. They've, they've run out. Well, I wonder why that is. I think it's almost <laughs> like it's a pandemic on. <laughs> well, it's worse for people in the States getting tests than it is here. So should we go there first? We're going to have a chat with the first of our... Uh, Two listen, we're going to head to the USA. We're going to have a chat with Paul Forbes. Is Paul there? Hello, Paul. Hi, hi, Paul. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, sir. Oh, so, whereabouts is. in America are you? I'm in a place called Lovettsville. It's just an hour outside of Washington DC in Virginia. Right. You, and you haven't been mixing with Simon Jordan, have you? Your voice. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I I heard Simon. I'm thinking, has he got COVID already? No, no, he's just uh, thankfully not. He's well, been tested. He's just got a cold. Microphone. So yes. what um, what took you, Paul, to uh, to the states, and how long you been there? So, um, my job, I work for, believe it or not, a healthcare company. <laughs> <laughs> Have they got nothing for the throat? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've got the honey and lemon. Oh, okay, oh, good, good stuff. Good old honey and, and lemon. And so you went out and, um, and is that you've been all around the states, or is that kind of where you settled from the off? No, I settled. I started off in California, in Los Angeles, mm. and then about six years ago, we moved to the East Coast um, here in Virginia. Wow, fantastic! So we've been here for twenty-two years now. Away, and uh, you, you're a Spurs fan, I understand, uh, Paul. Is that right? Absolutely. I yeah. used to live just down Hanbury Road, oh, off, wow. just off White Hart Lane. Fantastic. Wow. And you, obviously, it's all changed now. Well, it hasn't actually, well, just yeah. the stadium. Have you, did you get back much? Have you been to the new place yet? Yeah, we were back um, in September, unfortunately, for my wife's mother's funeral. Oh, wow. So, but you were actually the last time I was there for a game was in 2019 when Chelsea beat us 2 0. Oh, yeah. I remember that was Williams two goals, wasn't it? Yeah. Williams that day. Yeah. They, they were on it. They were on it that day. And Rudiger trying to get Son sent off. Andy, you need to have a word with Mr. Yeah. Rudiger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's happened. We'll come back to Paul in a moment. Uh, let's have a chat with Luke, uh, who is a Plymouth Argyle fan. Um, I, I don't Where think he's is he in I don't know. No, I think he's never <laughs> quite as exotic. He's Luke. Hello, Luke. Paul Andy, hi. Yeah, good afternoon to you. He's where, not, so he's where not do we find list? Oh yes, he is. He's on page. Look at him, Luke Pope. There he is Plymouth Argyle, halfway down. <laughs> I made the naughty list, not the nice list. How Christmas. many sheets have you got there, Andy? <laughs> Two. Oh, you need three. That's what it is. <laughs> it's going well. Give him a staple. <laughs> Let's give him a staple and get him an order. So it's Luke, John's full. He hasn't given me the full list. Okay, look, yes, he almost certainly has. It's always <laughs> someone else's fault. <laughs> Nothing changes. So where where are you joining us from, Luke? So just outside Woking, in a little oh. town called Newhall. So, um, yeah, not as exotic as the other locations for <laughs> yeah. today. It's on the other side of the page. Oh, OK, yeah, that's right. He's <laughs> just trying to save a bit of paper. There's trees dying out there, mm. Andy. You should, you should realise it. Yeah, it's so, always good to speak to the Pope at this time of the year. <laughs> it's certainly it's about imagine you're busy, busy, with a, yeah. busy with a surname like that. So um, uh, you think there's a bit too much. I'm surprised you got on because what with Charlie Baker and our producer, who both Torquay <laughs> yeah. fans... I'm really surprised they've they've let you on the air. So you think there's a you think it needs a bit more balance, a bit less talky. I think so. Yeah, you know it's uh, very talky, heavy when Charlie's on. Um, <laughs> maybe true. need to get Josh Whitaker come in to do a few shows as our sort of token Plymouth Argyle celebrity yeah. fan. <laughs> so um, what are we, what are you up to mm. at Christmas then, uh, Luke? What's, what's your so, plans? 
we got Christmas um, up here with my wife's family. We were meant to be going down to Plymouth actually for Christmas, but my dad um, got diagnosed with leukemia back in October. So he's got to like isolate from anybody. So um, yeah, it's just us with our little two-year-old boy. Oh, good stuff. Yeah, well, you try and have as good a time as possible. I think that's a familiar story of people not quite being able to have Christmas together. This no, year. no, that, that is the problem. Uh, Paul, we go, we go back to you. Have you got, uh, have you got relatives coming over, or what's the situation with the virus where you are just outside of Washington? So basically, what's going on now is that we are running short of testing. We have some family that just came in from London last Friday. And they are finding it hard to get tests to get back. Yeah. So yeah. British Airways asked them if they want to change their flight, they'll do it for free. So it looks like we have extended guests for a longer period. Yeah. Um, we don't mind. Every cloud. Yeah. I mean, there's been like four or five hour queues to get to get tests, doesn't there, in different bits of the States? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's It's crazy. Oh, it's a bit of a blow. Anyway, let's hope yeah. they, can, they can get things sorted. You've got the pleasure of their company for a little bit longer. Otherwise, they're going to eat you out of house and home. They already have. A little bit of edge to that, yeah, I think. A little bit of edge to uh, to what Paul said there. Anyway, back to the guys later on. We'll hear from more of the listeners uh, throughout the next three hours. And we are going to dot some of your old classic clips uh, from uh, back in the day around the show. So we'll kick off, where else, but with Alan Brazil, um, who kind of was talking about a famous person's birthday, I think, and went slightly off topic. Now, the People's Republic of China was proclaimed with uh, Matsi Chung as its chairman in this day in 1949. Yeah. I tell you what, what result that is. I love a ruby. <laughs> Who is Matsi Chung? <laughs> Brilliant, isn't Why is it? that a result? I, do, I, don't, I, don't, I never know. Never he's always welcoming to... communist China. Though, <laughs> yeah, Alan, yeah, he's, we must do a show from there. Um, now, uh, Lisa O'Sullivan uh, oh, now yes. uh, with uh, an interesting pronunciation of a football legend's name. Okay, uh, the World Cup playoffs. Mm. I think uh, we have lost out because we're going to miss out on either Cristiano Ronaldo or Ibrahim Zlatovic. What a player. <laughs> what a player. You don't really hear a, a lot from Ibrahim, though, isn't he? Yeah, he has a good old Ibrahim Zlatovic. <laughs> um, now, this is your favourite clip, Andy, isn't it? It is it, my it, favourite all-time clip. It's it, just so wonderfully humorous yeah. from Mike Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not like the man, but have a listen to this. Yeah. Let's go to James, who's a Man United fan in Sheffield. Uh, Goodness me, James, is that you? Are you there? You're on Mars. <laughs> now, this is... Uh, you're, you're Mars. You're Mars, Andy's catchphrase. This is uh, a slightly longer uh, clip where there was a mm. bit of a problem with the line. It's Russ Hargreaves <laughs> trying, to, trying to get hold of a guest. Pleased to say that K.R. Nair, chief cricket writer at Golf News out in Dubai, joins us. Uh, K.R., oh. thank you for coming on the show. Good morning. How are you? Hello, KR. We appear to have lost KR Naya for just a second. We will bring him back. But just to give you further details on that, England winning the match in the end by four wickets. And KR rejoins me. And uh, just mentioning Ben Stokes there, um, big statement saying that England can now become the best ODI team in the world again. Hello, KR. KR Naya, hello. Yeah. Hello, mate. We've got Hello. you back. Sorry about that, everybody. Um, got cut off. Uh, that's fine. We've got you back. Just say about Ben Stokes and his statement about England being hopefully the best in the world again soon. Hello. 
<laughs> I love his rugby league work. Whole KR Nair. Whole KR Nair, as he's known in that part of the world. Anyway, more clips. We'll keep chatting to the listeners uh, throughout the show. We'll have a, a Fools panel uh, as well for you later on. Andy Smart and Ian Danter join us. Uh, Ian Danter's put something together for us today. We'll have some mm. lovely Christmas carols in That's the style good. of a well-known... Uh, talk sport uh, voice and we'll have that T20 birthday spread that's all coming up he's gonna have a bag of crazy toys good afternoon Paul Hawksby Andy Jacobs here on talk sport we're around the world with some of the talk sport listeners uh, this afternoon bringing you classic clips uh, a birthday spread coming up shortly I thought we were doing it later in the show but then I forgot Max is in Australia yeah. and he wants to go to bed so uh, we'll do that in the first hour uh, in he's about... going to the cricket tomorrow he is yeah. Going to the, yeah off to the MCG so we'll chat about that and we'll bring you a T20 birthday spread but first let's keep heading around the world we're off to Quito in Ecuador now Daryl Gibb is an Arsenal fan and Daryl lives there. Daryl, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon. Oh. Yeah, lovely yeah, to see you. Summer, it's summer in Ecuador at the moment. Uh, well, I live in Quito and it's known as the uh, city of eternal spring. Um, we technically don't have any uh, summer and winter. It's just depends how much it rains. Right. <laughs> that's terrific <laughs> doing a good like job Manchester. studying it yeah. <laughs> don't go to Quito so what, what took you there Daryl how, how long you been there and, and how comes um, I ended up coming out here to South America um, getting on for 25 years ago um, as a bit of a sabbatical and then I moved to Quito 21 years ago um, I love it out here yeah. I'm a English teacher, um, trying to bring a bit of um, English culture to um, Ecuadorian school children. All right. What, do, nice. you, what are they? Um, what's the? What do you miss about home after all these years, if anything? And what's what? What gives Ecuador and Quito the edge? Um, obviously, it's tastes that you miss. Um, you know, a nod to the sponsors of. A pint of uh, of Green King would go down a treat. Yeah, we've arranged um, for it you know, on its way. They're opening a pub Tremendous. in Quito. <laughs> opening, opening a pub. Trouble is, it's a Spurs pub, Daryl. It's, yeah. it's going to be called. Uh, they're going to call it the Martin Chivers Arms. We'll and, send you some Green King vouchers. Yeah, we've got quite a few. <laughs> and he's a big Arsenal fan. Are you able to follow? You're able to follow all the Arsenal games. I take it you can watch Waterfall Premier League football all the time. Yes, very much so. Um, I watch all of the games um big arsenal fan and unfortunately i still haven't made it back to the emirates but uh, um i have a big picture of highbury on my wall behind me um and not I, not now it's flats as a stadium you mean because no I'm, i still have it as a stadium i, can see the, I prefer the flats yeah <laughs> i wish they turned the new place into flats i can imagine he's, he's very bitter no no but you have to say that it's going well for arsenal at the moment isn't it and then it's probably the Thankfully. best period since wenger left i think they they just look like they've got something about them i think turning to the youth um has actually given us a bit of a, an edge um and the fact that um, Arteta's turning around and showing that he, he's he got something to back up mm. um, with, um, and actually putting a bit of discipline in, which I think was well needed. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, do, do you follow an Ecuadorian team uh, as well, Darrell? Is there a, a side? Quito Rovers. Uh, yeah, well, no. I, I probably not. Um, Liga Deportiva mm. Universitario. Um, oh. Oh, it's easy for you to is, say. <laughs> <laughs> um, I started following Liga and that year they got 
demoted. Um, thankfully, I've also been to the Copa Libertadores final um, mm. when when Liga won. So um, it's been it's been a roller coaster as it is following any team. Um, and yeah, they're my local team. Um, uh, my my wife's family is a a big footballing family, um, and we've had a number of members of her family playing for the team. Oh, brilliant! And playing mm. playing for Ecuador yeah. as well. So is that wow. what's the match day experience like uh, when you go to a game in Ecuador? Is it a, a bit more raw? Well, he knows members of the team. It's going to be a lot better for him, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I suppose he would be in the executive box probably. But is it a, is it a good experience? Oh, it's a fantastic experience. Mm. Um, you're seated on um, concrete blocks, but you can get a pint whilst you're um, watching the game. Nice. Um, it's it's great fun. The The noise is something amazing um you have bands in the in the um stadium um i've never been to anything quite like a south yeah. american um stadium it really is full of energy that's the, yeah. the best way i can describe that's it it's been your just, experience yeah, isn't it? Yeah, they games just, people just want to stop jumping up and down it's incredible well, uh, we'll uh, catch up with... an expression don't i don't know that this next he who doesn't jump is an englishman it's is, great isn't it? Is it... <laughs> so they're all looking at daryl all the time that's right yeah uh, we'll try and get back to daryl a little bit later i'm sure we kind will. of ray verde ray verde who's he green king oh okay <laughs> perfect um uh, charlie joins us now charlie melly is a manchester united uh, fan hello charlie is he there? Afternoon. There he is. We can see Charlie yeah. up there. He's got his Christmas jumper. Afternoon, Paul. Yeah, Afternoon, still, Andy. Still a little bit in shadow. Yeah, you've got the curtains. It did when you first came up. It did. Andy was like, it didn't like you were in witness protection. You are. It's <laughs> yeah. just slightly. The curtains are closed there. And yeah. uh, so, whereabouts? Whereabouts do we find you today? I'm in Ealing in West London, uh, oh, borough of, of eternal cloud at the moment. Right, well, but you're a bit like Andy. You've got a second team, haven't you? Manchester United. You're a team, but you follow a, a, you follow same second team as Andy. I uh, I go to Brentford um, every yeah. so often. Yeah, it's great, um, isn't it? Have you been to the new stadium? I've been to the new stadium. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. I actually used to work roughly where the East Stand is now, <laughs> a little office down there, uh, which is long demolished. Um, yeah, there's a little blue plaque. Uh, I saw it last week. It's tremendous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They'll never the forget new, you, Charlie. And the new stadium used to be a scrapyard, so I used to look out at. Um, uh, People reclaiming old bricks where, where the stadium is at the moment. <laughs> Happy memories. <laughs> yeah. They've stopped doing that. There'll be no stadium <laughs> there. So, uh, a claim to fame. You played in the Football Writers Golf Day in 2018 with Wally Downs. I bet was that what sort of encounter, what sort of move was Wally in on good form? He was in good form, although he was on his mobile phone quite a lot. I think he was in a spot of trouble at the time and he was speaking to his solicitor uh, oh, okay. every, every <laughs> few holes. Dark, not, isn't it? Not, not, it's Christmas not, Eve. Not the kind of Christmasy tell I was expecting. Polly Wallace sitting there thinking, oh, I needed that to be taken back to the old solicitor's office by Charlie. Yeah. I, was in, I was invited along by uh, a, a mutual friend of ours, probably Paul, Jer Jerry Cox. Oh, yes, Jerry oh, yeah, from Jerry, Haters. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So Jerry the, from uh, Haters fame inv invited me along as a guest. Brilliant. So uh, I don't I hate them. With... I love my song. Hate haters and we hate haters. <laughs> but we don't. We hate haters and we hate haters. But we, we are the haters, haters, <laughs> well, but, but we don't. But we're not. It's we just, it's it's just a, a very a convenient song. song. Um, anyway, thank you, Charlie. Back to you a little bit later on. We'll bring you some more, more clips uh, of the, well, of the millennium now and uh, it's, oh, it's an old classic nerdy, you know you, this is karaoke this is karaoke really yeah. this is uh, Alan Brazil <laughs> just struggling with those and anyway, we get the idea listen to this 
Portugal take on uh, Greece in the, in the big open. And now uh, let's get a Greek uh, point of view from the Greek daily newspaper, um, Eleftherith, uh, Eleftherith Typos. Good, goodness me, I, I hope I pronounced that right. And let's say a very good morning to next guest, George, 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 Oh, hold on. George, George Kapopoulos. Oh, George, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm struggling with... I always have struggled with Greek names, George. Good morning. Good morning. You, yeah, you didn't do too badly, actually. Ooh, I don't know about that, George. Oh, about that, it's George. very magnanimous. Yeah. So sweet, it was a bit of a disaster all round, wasn't it? I'm so insulted. Now, at uh, this time of year, you do, uh, you do always think about the people sadly no longer uh, with us. And one of those is our old mate Mike Dickin, a, a fantastic broadcaster for Great many voice. years. a regular fixture on... Talk sport and talk radio before it. And um, this is Mike getting a bit confused with one of the callers. Derek's on the Wirral. Where are you going, Derek? Hello. Hi, Derek. Hi, Derek. Hi. No, no, I'm Derek. No, you're Derek. I'm, I'm Mike. Derek as well. You've got me confused now. You're Derek. Yeah. No, no. No, it's just uh, Derek, just to let you know. No, no, I'm not Derek. You're Derek. I'm Derek. I'm Mike. Oh my God. Right. <laughs> <laughs> when he calls him Derek for yeah. the third time. No, I'm Derek. Him. No, you're just not who's on first. <laughs> Brilliant. And, uh, and of course, it's panto season. And this is uh, Nigel Botherway from Fisherman's Blues with an unlikely but beautiful bit of poetry. If you thought Keith Arthur's knife in the bum was a fisherman's tale, how about this cutting from the Daily Mail? <laughs> no, it's beautiful, isn't it? What a beautiful couplet that is. Anyway, um, more from the listeners over the next two and a bit hours. But coming up next, uh, a first, a three-way birthday spread. Andy's got the gags. Jeff will keep score. Uh, it's me, Charlie Baker, and live from Melbourne, um, it is Max Rushton. Yes, here we go then. A three-way um, birthday spread. Marvellous. It's a pretty simple game. You haven't heard it before. You join us for the first time. Normally we do this with ten birthdays and two people. But the game has been played uh, in its uh, in its um, history, you can call it that, uh, by three players. Max, before he went to Australia. Charlie took over. And yeah. you've got to admit, it's done rather well. I'd say, yeah. Uh, and myself. We've got to try and guess the ages of five birthdays from this week. And he's going to... Uh, he's got a gilt edge gag as always attached to each one of, each one of them uh, and uh, Jeff Peters will be uh, keeping the score there should we head to the nerve centre first good afternoon Jeff the phones are going it's a festive exhibition of gags giggles and guessing oh nice oh, thank now, you a bit of alliteration for us Alan and, Wicker. and you will be uh, it's difficult this three three lots of maths you've got to do Jeff you're up to it well you know I normally struggle with two lots so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. no no you did very well <laughs> yeah you did very well actually typos Ella, yeah, Ella. yeah that's no, hello so um, let's say hello to let's head to Melbourne first shall we oh, a bit further yes. field. he wants to get to bed and uh, the man that first played this game with me head to head but mm. didn't take it too seriously which I thought was always very impressive <laughs> didn't really ever get bothered about losing it is Max Rushton hey Max Yes, I feel the mind games have begun already <laughs> with Paul suggesting that in some ways Charlie Baker is, a, is you know, perhaps world ranking number two already. Look, there's a lot of spread to be played there over is. the next 25 years. Yeah. And I've, I may have started my move slowly, but I f- have a, such a good feeling about this oh, afternoon. 25 good. years, I'll be 94, mate. He'll <laughs> <laughs> still be there. Chirping away, moaning at the PGMOL. Um, Max, what time is it with you there? Uh, it is half past midnight. Just a oh, bit like Ronaldo. Happy Christmas. I, I've had a two, 
Happy Christmas to everybody. Christmas is going very well yeah. so far. I just like to let everyone know, but I've had a two-hour nap. So in many were like, hopefully, I've woken. I'm probably the only one not in trousers today, just to set the scene. <laughs> well, you say that. Well, so, I hope so at least. Oh, I bet you're really looking forward to tomorrow. England have got such well, a great chance in the test. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Well, I've got ticket. I've got a couple of tickets. If anybody in Melbourne wants to come, I haven't got any mates yet. So, so oh. I, you know, I can't go alone. Can I? And Alan Fletcher can't make it, Andy. Oh, so, good. Oh, that's I'm pleased. One. Yeah, Andy, <laughs> oh, that's right. Andy's quite jealous he's of because uh, he's a friend of he Alan is. Fletcher's, yeah. and he wants to be more of a friend than you, even though oh. you kind of live around the corner from him now. So he, now, he doesn't want that to thing. flourish. Here's the thing. My agents are on the same floor as the casting directors of Neighbours, Andy. Oh. So seriously, you could get incredibly jealous. Soon. Yeah. Well, you've got to get me in there. You know I'm the rabbi. I'm definitely in the background. Well, I'm going to write. Could they write a rabbi into Neighbours? Why not? Does what, anybody like, want a bagel? Yeah. yeah. Does anybody? Do you want it's a bagel, a bit, Dr. K? It'll be like Sturmy Archers, but it'd be very root one. I'm not sure it's a good idea. Anyway, um, we'll let Max get to bed soon. We'll crack on. Um, Charlie Baker joins us uh, from the Oxfordshire countryside. Good afternoon, <laughs> Charlie. Good afternoon, everybody. How are we doing? Thank you for. I'm thrilled to be here for the first ever day night. Yeah. Birthday spread. Yeah. It is. It's already it's Christmas Day in Melbourne, and he's, he's he's stayed up for this. So that's how important it is to him. You, but you're the only one. Um, Max isn't wearing trousers. Give when Andy's when he's ninety four. Andy probably wouldn't be wearing trousers either when he came in. But um, you're wearing this afternoon, Charlie. Your Sir Johnny Weaver T-shirt, the one yes. the listeners sent you. Beautifully, yeah. I've got, I, I received a Christmas card and a gift from uh, Jim in Edinburgh, Jim Wilkinson, hmm. and uh, he said, "Charlie, I thought you might like this for your, for the Christmas Eve birthday spread." Yeah. It's a beautiful T-shirt. It says Sir Johnny Weaver on it. In yes. how much fun did we have with Sir Johnny Weaver? Well, let's hear it again. Really, absolutely beautiful. Here we go. The listeners may not have heard it. This was Andy setting one of the birthdays. A very, very famous actress, <laughs> <It's> incredibly <laughs> famous household name of an actress. Apart from the. Apart from in Andy's household, this is what happens. Anyway, we move on. Andy. It's the actress, Sir Johnny Weaver. Sir Johnny Weaver. Sir Johnny Weaver? Sir Johnny Weaver. Sir Johnny Weaver. Sir Johnny Weaver. Sir Johnny Weaver. Johnny Weaver. Johnny Weaver. He's the old racehorse owner. Sir Johnny Weaver. Johnny Weaver. Sir Johnny Weaver. Benson Airfield. Johnny Weaver. We got a private plane up to Cartmel, me and Johnny Weaver. Drinking champagne in the Yeah, Johnny Weaver. Johnny Weaver. What a lovely actor he was. Alien. You ain't gonna beat Sir Johnny Weaver today, Anyway, keep going, Andy. Good old Sir Johnny. Forever known. From now on as Johnny Weaver. Bought his knighthood. Disgusting it was. Some favour to remember a government. Anyway, go on. Yes, I organised. I organised a trip actually for both of us to travel to the equator. Yeah. Yes, I took Sir Journey to the centre of Earth. Oh, oh, Sigourney to the centre of the Earth doesn't work, does it? <laughs> it never worked. Sigourney to the centre of the Earth. Look, it's not the first time, and it won't be the last time. I've, I've even got one today. Shoehorner gagging. have changed the name. That's why Charlie's wearing a Sir Johnny Weaver T-shirt. Anyway, here's Pele. Yes, Out of hospital news. and on Tremendous. the men. Well so great, if you're listening. Happy Christmas, Pelle. What, what are the chances, Pelle? He, he loves this show. Yeah. It's his favourite show. He loves the year. royalties from us playing this. Him and Sergio <laughs> Mendes has kept them going. Sergio so Mendes. we've decided... Uh, uh, so Sir Johnny Mendes. Sir Johnny Mendes. So uh, I'll kick us off okay. uh, because that, uh, I'll give you a marker. Charlie will go next. We're doing it in order mm. of uh, ability. 
Okay. And then Max, <laughs> Max, Max, Max will go Absolute last. Disgrace. Well, look, all I'm saying is you look at the stats, Charlie, so far. Um, oh, that's all I'm saying, Max. But look, don't worry. This okay. is the day. This, okay, if that's the game you want to play. <laughs> this is the day. Here we go, Andy. First don't game. Max off because he's promised me he's going to laugh at the jokes, even if they're rubbish, which they are. Yeah. Okay, it's the artist. Yes. Uh, he painted, it's helped the large trademark with eight spotlights. Oh. I can't say I know it. What are you talking about? What's what he's painting? Oh, okay, he's an right. That's his most famous painting. I've never heard of it. And I know a lot about art. Ed <laughs> Rusher. Ed Rusher. Wow. Yes, every year he'd mark my birthday with a short film, assisted by his friend, the former Yorkshire and England cricketer, Jim Love. It was always great to receive something from Russia with love. <laughs> yes, very nice, beautiful. See, Max is last well even though it's half past Very good, Andy. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Ed Rusher. Haven't we had him on the show? Am I getting confused? Is that somebody else? I'm thinking of a different bloke, aren't I? OK, can't be him. No, I think that's John Cross, Paul. That's, oh, that's him. <laughs> Do you know, I always get those. I always get those two mixed up. I went China, I'm thinking, of wrong country. The bloke who puts a, puts a, you know, puts a V8 on a milk float and oh, goes at 270 miles Ed Rusher. Sorry, I was in the wrong. Is it Russia? I do struggle. I do love a character. <laughs> I do Ruby. love a Ruby. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Ed Rusher, um, 84. What do you think, boys? What, what does he do? What does he He's do? He's an artist. artist. Tell me He's an artist. artist. What sort of artist? He, what is it? Well, it's only two, isn't there? And I'm not saying the second <laughs> one. <laughs> it's, it's a sculpture, isn't it? He's not a sculpture. He's a painter. Yeah. The painter, is he? Painter. Well, you see, I, my... my my thought is to just hang in with Paul. Right, okay. It's the trouble. Mm. So just, just say 80. It's quite fun to do, Charlie, isn't it? Yeah. 80. You're going to go 80? Well, I think he's a little bit older than Charlie said, but okay. a little bit younger than Paul. I'm saying 82. Mm. Okay. Oh, right. I've got okay. a feeling you may have missed an opportunity there, Max. Well, Paul's spot on. No, 84. You're, oh, you're joking. Oh, this feels, this feels oh, too. He is. <laughs> he sat next to you him. No, he can't see. I can't, honestly, I can't. It was complete. He probably had a look while I went to the loo. I looked at them all down. Andy, yes. Andy pulled a face Ed when Russia. I said 84, and I thought he was like 28 or something. I thought I, I thought Max is going to go uh, 30. I'm just trying to keep my face. So I'm on naught, Jeff. I, even I can work that out. That was quite an easy one, wasn't it? Yeah, your uh, yeah, direct hit, zero. Max yeah. on two, Charlie on four. Okay, Charlie on four. What, what, what a game already. Game. I, I think there's already been some Russian involvement. So should we, <laughs> should we go the other way? So let Max go first, then Charlie, then me. Should oh, we do dear. it that way or not? Okay. 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 There's no rhyme or reason. Go on then, Andy. my dad. Okay, staying, <laughs> uh, staying with the world of art, he's the director of the National Gallery. I'll give you the dates from 2008 to 15. Sir Nicholas Penny. Sir Nicholas Penny. And he was born in the same part of the world as comedian Chris Ramsey. Yes, Penny's from heaven. Oh, beautiful. Oh, very nice. good. That's nice. Very, yeah, very good indeed. Yeah. It was a nice play on words. It wasn't as good as the first one. Oh, oh, right. Right. <laughs> it was a critic. critic. <laughs> so, come on, Charlie and Paul. 2008 <laughs> to 15. Were <laughs> his years. He is uh, 72. Yeah, I think you're about that's, right. There, that's Max. pretty good, I'd say. I think um, you're about I'm right, gonna, yeah. I'm not going to. 74. 74, okay. Um. I'll go um, 73. <laughs> You're all brilliant. He's 72. Ooh. Oh, yeah. This, yeah, is, top, yeah. this is top level play. This the is listeners unbelievable play. Uh, are any of the listeners doing better than us at the moment? I'm looking at our board. I mean, you guys at home, you can tell us, of course. Very good. I'm looking up at the board. Yeah, I think a few people are playing along. No, Nick in York's having a mare by the sound of it. <laughs> so, Come uh, on, raise it, Nick. 17. The, what's the scores? What's the scores, Jeff? 
very close after two. Paul one, Max two, Charlie six. <sighs> wow. Close. So, uh, uh, what did you, could you say that again? I got confused. That again? Uh, Paul it's one, one yeah. two, six. Max two, Charlie six. Charlie six. Here we go then. Third one. And uh, Charlie's going to lead away, first, Baker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Charlie, here we go. You're right. It's a musician. It's a cellist. Yeah. Stephen Isselis. Stephen oh, Isselis. Stephen Isselis. Yeah, we were on holiday together, funnily enough, in Texas, uh, when he got separated from our party. I had to give him directions to the small town where we were staying. Isselis, the way to Amarillo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Played well with many of the Americans uh, joining us uh, this afternoon. Um, uh, Charlie. Uh, Stephen Isselis. I have absolutely no idea. Um, I'm going to say 53. 53 for Stephen Isselis. That's really good, actually. Mm. Um, what do you think? Uh, he, he, the way he did Elgar's variations <laughs> was absolutely <laughs> tremendous. Mm. Stephen Isselis is 58. 58. You've got to hope he's got a brother called Chris, haven't Chris, you? Chris, really? you want to hope this. Um, <laughs> I, I'd go 62, Andy. Well, is this the one that separates the men from the boys? He's 63. Ooh. Oh! But you can't get close. What a game this is. You can't get close. What a game. He sat I'm next to the answers. Holding not, off the... It, absolutely not. Pete's been in touch. He said, Ed Rusher is pronounced Rouché. Oh, <laughs> it's not. The oh most that's Ed Rouché. The most underrated of the 60s pop artists. Pete, thank you very much for that. that Andy's done this to Johnny Weaver. That is absolute nonsense. <laughs> he isn't. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Pete. You're definitely right there. So what's it done to the scores, Jeff? You wait till you get to Andy's fifth name when it comes to names. Right. Um, so, uh, so, Paul, you're one, one out. Yes. So you're on two. Yeah. Uh, Max is five out. He's on to seven. Yeah. Charlie trailing on 16. Oh, blimey. Yeah, okay. Paul's on two. Two after three. <laughs> this is extraordinary stuff. Okay, number four, then I'll go What's first. What's the point? <laughs> no, there's a lot of points. May as well, all, may as yeah. well come home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe in Blue Square yeah. come 2022, Blue Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> all my catchphrases yeah. in one moment. Tremendous. Here we it's go. like my life flashing before me. Major General <laughs> Duncan Capps. Oh. Command, <laughs> what do you know? Commandant <laughs> of the Royal Military Academy of Sandhurst. Yeah. Of course. What, still? Yes, I believe still. Yeah. Okay, right, okay. And uh, he's got one of Britain's largest extended families. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. He's very friendly with the Roonies, who invited all of them to a party. Yes, Wayne's got over 100 caps. Hey! Oh, surely, surely he's known yeah. as Steel Toe in the dressing room. Oh, I'd like to think really he is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just to, just to let everyone know, Andy raised both hands to the crowd just there. <laughs> well, I do that every week. It, it doesn't get better than this. <laughs> well, yeah. I do that every week, Max. You just don't see it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm um, punching the air something. Like, <laughs> 64, Andy Jacob. 64, mm. the boy Caps. Uh, what do you think, uh, Charlie? I think he's a bit older than that. Oh, okay. I'm going to say 71. Okay, and Max. What does he do again? He's, he's oh, Sandhurst. Come the, on. He's the gaffer of Sandhurst. The Commandant, Royal Military Academy, Sandhurst, where you were, Max, yeah. of course. And he's, <laughs> he's still... <laughs> he's, he's, He's still doing it, is he? He's yeah, still doing it. Current, still very much current, in the Sanders oh, right. game. Current commandant. Yeah. And what did, what did Paul guess again? I went 64. I know it is late, oh, okay. Max, but keep up. <laughs> <laughs> Only five birthdays. <laughs> 68. Ooh. 55. Oh! oh. 
having a mare. What's that done to the scores, mare. Jeff? What's it done to the scores? Uh, Paul, you are in the lead still on 11. Yes. Max on 20. Charlie on 32. 32. Can we have the big fight back now? So is Max going to go first on this one, then Charlie, then me? I think it is. It's the fifth yeah. one. It's the fifth I, one. No, I, yeah. I have no, got Paul, other names. I've got another oh, wait, five I have to go first. I have to go first. Yeah, I have to go Paul has to go first. Yeah. I don't think we'll be having a tiebreaker today. I've got the. I've written the jokes. It's a shame not to use them. Okay, here we go. Go on. I mean, I'm still around if you want to do yeah, that. Well, I'll take some tea. One. <laughs> go on then. It's the artist. Uh, she did the cone-shaped Cohen series. No, me neither. Uh, Lillian Line. Lillian Line. Mm. And uh, whenever Lillian goes abroad, she always brings me back taxes, tax-exempt booze and fags. Yes, I love my line of duty free. <laughs> Blimey. Uh, Lillian Lyne. Um, Tell us the other five. Go on. Uh, no, we haven't got time. Uh, we just have, we're out of time. So, uh, 70. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, don't give me the answer. That was close. <laughs> You're not 94 yet, Andy. Come on. <laughs> what do you think? He's, he's just taking his trousers off. What do you think, Max? 70. How many out am I, Jeff? I've got, I'm nine away, aren't I? Yeah, you're yeah. nine. Am I? Yeah. 60. 60. Um, and Charlie. I'm going to go for it and say she's 91. 91. Here we go then. So we're going to get a winner out of these. Andy Jacobs, our old Lillian Lines. Not for the first time. Max went the wrong way. She's 82. He went the wrong way. The thing is, he won't sleep now. He'll be tossing and turning. <laughs> His missus will say, what's furious. wrong with you? It's Christmas. 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 Can't sleep. Can't sleep. I'm getting up. Furious. Wandering around oh. Melbourne. Wandering around the streets. It's an outside Flinders station with a can of lager. Um, I'll so, send you my gag for Steve Mnuchin. Yeah. That'll cheer you up. What's that done to the scores, <laughs> Thank Jeff? Thank you so much. Um, Paul, no surprises that you're the winner. You were 12 out, so you move on to 23. Max had a 12-point lead over Charlie going into the final round. Yeah. But Max has done a Rushton. 42 to Max, <laughs> 41 to Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> so Paul yes, first, Charlie Yes, number two in the world. Number two in the world. Max, a broken man. Sitting there, look, a broken man, I can see that. Marvellous game, isn't it? What a great it's a stupid game. game. It's, it's a stupid right. radio. Nobody Still likes it. <laughs> Been this for 21 years, mate. Max, thank you for doing this so late. Have a great hey, Christmas. We'll catch up with you Happy soon. Happy Christmas to everybody. And we'll Cheers, get, Max. We'll hear you very soon on the station, I'm sure, over Christmas. Thanks very much. Charlie, likewise. Uh, guys, thanks for all your efforts Merry this Christmas. year. Much thank appreciated. You. Thanks very much, guys. Merry Christmas. And Jeff, thank you. Um, today especially. But thank you, Jeff, Cheers, mate. for all your efforts. All the best. Well done, Jeff. There's Jeff Peters there. Our thanks to him. There, there we are. Slightly longer. It took slightly longer than we thought. But uh, we will keep chatting to the listeners, bringing you more clips very shortly. But that was the birthday spread. I remember... Good afternoon, Paul Hawksby, Andy Jacobs here on TalkSport. The traditional Christmas Eve bash will be here for more of the listeners after two o'clock. We're squeezing in some old classic clips that you we dig out every Christmas for you. And uh, let's give you a couple more now. Um, this is Liz Saul, um, who I think left us and went to work for FIFA in the communications <laughs> department. But uh, here she is taking us through some legendary football names. David Beckham will be officially presented an LA Galaxy player tomorrow night. He and Posh leave Britain for America this afternoon. Bex is following the footsteps of some of sport's biggest names, such as Johan Croft, Franz Birkenborker and George Best. Yeah, <laughs> could possibly, Best. could possibly forget them. Um, this is uh, uh, oh, here we go. It's Big Alan in Sylvester, uh, yes. the cat territory. 
<laughs> uh, Russell, question two. Which ocean goes to the deepest depth? Also struggling with his words, Perry Groves, yes. who was discussing crowd trouble. It's going to be very, very difficult to actually impose that because obviously there's face recognition. Get cracking the gods. Facial Richard Nixon. Um, yeah. And this is well, oh, we well. just Jeff's just left us. Jeff's the only one who knows what Jeff the score of this match was this, and tells yeah. us every year. It's uh, it's Beaky keeping us in touch with the Mansfield game. Okay, Mansfield one, Northampton nil in that uh, other player. Sorry, Mansfield nil, Northampton one. Mansfield nil, Northampton one. Uh, Day getting the goal after forty minutes play. Uh, Northampton nil, Mansfield one. I beg your pardon. Let me get it right. Northampton nil, Mansfield one in uh, that other playoff semi-final which is going on today. That's the Division Three playoff semi-final. So it's Mansfield nil, uh, Northampton. Sorry, it's Northampton nil, Mansfield one. Let me get it absolutely right in that other playoff uh, semi-final, which is going on today. What is it? <laughs> Still, I mean, Jeff, none the way. Send me a text. None the way. He always does. He always lets us know. And uh, maybe finally for this section, Mark Saggers. <laughs> now, Mark was always known for his big epic build-ups, of course, and still is for his big epic build-ups to matches. A live game like on a, a match World night. He would get you in the mood, and everything was going so well until the final moment with this big build-up. When the night is cloudy, there is still a light that shines on me. Speaking words of wisdom, let it be Mickey Quinn and Jim Proudford on Sky on TalkSport oh, tonight. So close. unlucky, wasn't so, it? So close. So close. So, so there we are. We'll bring you some more. It was Northampton, Neil Mansfield, one just, yeah. just <laughs> let me know. It has to tell us every year <laughs> because we've never quite worked it out at that point of the game. So, uh, yeah, we're going to keep hearing from the listeners this afternoon. We've got quite a number of them over in the States. Somebody should be in Tokyo, but has ended up in the States. They'll explain more. We're off to Canada. Um, and uh, plenty of people in this country as well, of course. We'll be uh, catching up with more of the listeners. Uh, that's all to come, plus more classic clips. Andy's got everything must go of bits and pieces he can't yes. get rid of. Now, I'm going to let you rush off now, right? although you've got a couple of minutes, haven't you, to go and get your lateral flow test Oh, yes, downstairs. on floor 14. So he may or may not be back with me at uh, two o'clock, but all fingers crossed uh, he will be. So lots more to come from the Chris. back about quarter to three. A <laughs> yeah, yeah. couple of pints down. <laughs> you saw Alan. Come and have a drink, he said. Come on. I'll be home for Christmas. Good afternoon. Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs here on TalkSport. Very Merry Christmas to you. Hope you're enjoying your Christmas Eve uh, afternoon. Everything's going to plan for the big day tomorrow. Yes, I'm enjoying it. And uh, everybody's been on tenter hooks, of course, taking lateral flow tests and hoping for the best. Andy, you, you just rushed downstairs and got some spares because you were nearly out, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, they've run out at the local chemists. Uh, but it's been a tremendous year for Jimin Biotime Biotechnology of Pingcheng South Road, Haixing District, Jimin City, China. I was about to say the same thing myself. <laughs> He's just reading the side of the box, obviously. So, anyway, we're, we're chatting to the listeners this afternoon from around the world and uh, also bringing you some classic clips. We've got a birthday spread. No, we've had the birthday spread. That was a quite a tight affair. But we will be bringing you a uh, falls panel that the listeners will get involved with. So, but they're all here. Good afternoon, listeners. Good afternoon. There's a Wookiee in there somewhere. Fantastic. So uh, let's say hello then to a couple. We're going to head off to the USA. Uh, Michael Francis is a Liverpool fan um, and say lives in the States these days. Michael, good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon, Paul. 
Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Good morning here. Yeah. Hi. Oh, there he's. Mandy's there as well. There we're, we're both here. He just. <laughs> so if the awkward realize... thing is the screen's on the left, but I need to look at them that way. So it's going to yeah. look like I'm talking to someone else. But I'll look at you, Michael. I'm not being rude. I do apologise. No, it just looks like you're looking away from Andy. That's all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a bit awkward, isn't it? We can't. We can't move yeah, the telly. So it's, uh, it's nothing personal, Andy. You do no, realise. I'm, I'm happy about it. So, um, so where about? He knows you... I'm here. Yes, he does. Where about <laughs> are you in the states, Michael? So I'm in Arkansas. Well, Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. Arkansas. So yeah. basically the middle of nowhere. Right. Is it? So sounds, what, sounds well, great. what took you there? Uh, well, that's a long story. I've, I've lived in different places, but I teach here now at the university. So uh, I'm a professor here. Oh, oh nice. nice. And what do you teach? Uh, theology. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Um, and um, yeah, uh, your team is uh, Liverpool. Yeah, they have pretty good support here. Uh, Quite popular for Americans. Uh, yeah, well, they would yeah. be. There's, but there's always lots of Liverpool fans around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So, um, what's what's on the agenda for you then uh, for uh, for Christmas Day? Oh, uh, well, lots of things like this probably to people back home. So this is just practice for tomorrow, really. <laughs> um. That's one good thing about Zoom, isn't it? Uh, I gather you yeah. really enjoy the Peter O'Sullivan and Trevor Brooking games. The Trevor Brooking game never really took off. Well, 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 I say never took off. off. I mean, it, it did take oh. off. But um, you, you want to start, you want to amalgamate. So you don't ask me based on, on the year's birthday spread. I mean, Andy can't remember <laughs> this, today's birthday spread. He'd have no chance on last year's. Ed Rocher. No, my idea was actually, I think this is impossible to do, but my idea was it would be good if you could combine the Trevor Booking and Peter O'Sullivan games. <laughs> so you have to do uh, Trevor Booking content at a Peter O'Sullivan register. Yeah. Well, what a fantastic race. I say, well, you know, what a fantastic race. It'd be quite hard to do, wouldn't it? You've got really, I say quite hard to do. I take it. No, it's, it's hard. Yeah, exactly. It's hard. Yeah, we'll leave it with us, Michael. We'll see, we'll see what we can I'll do. Practice over I'll the expect that in the new year. Yes, okay. Stay tuned. Um, we're going to head now to, um, I don't know where he is. I know he's a Nottingham Forest fan. James Biggs. Where's James? Hi. Yeah, we're in Shrewsbury. Hi. Hey, James. Oh, How are you? And you're, you're with your, your son, Alfie. Is that right? Hello. Hi, you guys. Hi. Lovely oh, to are. see you. Yeah. And uh, your forest. Now you've you've made that that terrible error, James, in uh, not letting Alfie uh, support your team. He was claimed yeah. claimed by his mum, claimed by Everton. Yeah, Everton fan. Ah. Did you work on him, James, back in the day? Have you trying? Do you stop buying him kits, trying to <laughs> showing him, showing him the European Cup and all that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. But uh, I think. As a as a young lad, when you're collecting the stickers and uh, and seeing more of the uh, the team on TV and things, it's mm. uh, the the lure of the Premier League. Yeah, that's right. Glory Hunter. He's calling you basically. As <laughs> <laughs> an Evertonian, he's calling you Glory Hunter. I like the way Hunter. they're toning though. These two, they, they're, they're oh. looking good. There's a very nice sort of shade of, well, it's sort of sky blue, a bit of lilac coming in. Yeah, there. It's very nice. It's, it's uh, it is. It's a, there's a lovely combo. That What's on in. your sweater there? What's that that logo? Hey, heaven can wait, Skull. Everybody oh, should go check it out. Oh, okay. Well, well, he's, he's doing a bit of selling on the side there. It's fantastic. <laughs> so, Perry, Alfie, because your dad listens to the show, um, it's become like the soundtrack of your childhood. You poor Absolutely, lad. Yeah, That's really. Cool, <laughs> That's a That's social services cool. job. Poor, that poor is. lad. <laughs> <laughs> so, I want you, you to tell them the sooty story. You couldn't tell I can't. That. I can't on Christmas possibly. Eve. I may. I guess <laughs> if we ever meet in a pub, and I, I, I'm not sure Alfie should be able to hear it at 18. Uh, but no, you'll combine it with the Kenny Ball story. If we 
laughing. Yeah, I, we, that's easier to tell. But the, 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 I can't, can't. I'm afraid I cannot tell the Sutley story uh, live on air. So when for, have Forrest played Everton much in in recent years, in, in your consciousness, Alfie, not really. I, I guess. No, I don't think. We, I don't think there's ever been a thought of. I think if Forrest ever get promoted or Everton relegates, maybe this season it could. Good, oh. <laughs> Good news for referee. That's not great. He's basically everything he said. We might, he's considering getting relegated. That, well, that, that is not a good sign. We helped you with a free point last week. It's yeah. tremendous. He's still and bitter. Only 45 chances. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but things looking up for Forrest, James, aren't they? I mean, it's going rather well. Yeah, uh, I think um, echoing what Matt Ford was saying on the show yesterday, yeah. it, it's... Um, the, the change in manager has just made a massive difference. Yeah. No no difference with the players. No different players. No, absolutely. He has done a very good job, Steve Cooper. So um, what are the plans? Is it just sort of close family uh, tomorrow, guys? Uh, just... Yeah, we've just got the uh, the in-laws round and, uh, and my brother-in-law, Michael. Right, fantastic. Mm. So you were never tempted by Gay Meadow? I've been quite a bit because obviously it's the local, but I think my family's... So strong Everton and he's yeah. Forest. It was never really like. Well, obviously, you know, follow them a little bit. Yeah, and with your glory hunting background, yeah, uh, exactly. Alfie, there's, there's no way you're going to be watching Shrewsbury if you won't watch Forest. You're not going to watch Shrewsbury, are you? <laughs> well, thank you guys. Uh, we'll try and get back to you a little bit later on. Uh, we're going to get the listeners involved in the Falls panel what as well. To that bloke in the boat. Do you remember that outside? He used to be outside the stadium at Shrewsbury. If the ball went into the yeah. water. He, he... Funny, we were talking about that yesterday with yeah. Dave Edwards was on. Yeah, we were really? talking to Dave about yeah. it. Yeah, because it, back in the day when they, the water, yes, right, went in and... A bit like Barry Bonds in San Francisco, but not quite as glamorous. No, that's right. Maybe the ball's not worth quite as much, yeah, in the bay. Anyway, shall we bring you a few more clips? Yes. Uh, Mike Parry, what can I tell you? His, his pronunciation of the word peanuts, <laughs> that's peanuts, uh, left a lot to be desired. Yeah. I enjoy a packet of peanuts with a, a pint of shandy. I know where you're now, coming now from. Now, I want to know what the peanuts are first. So people think I'm mad. I go into a pub and say, hi, how are you doing? What can I get you, sir? I said, well, first of all, what sort of peanuts do you sell? <laughs> peanuts, Mike. <laughs> peanuts. And um, You should get together with Kent Garrison. <laughs> this is this is one of my uh, favourites from over the years. And we, we see Ian Collins because he's on the talk radio. So we see him regularly. And people still, whenever he's in a cab, mm. people say, oh, that clip. They always play it every Christmas. So here it is. It's uh, Ian Collins. And he had a call out, had a run in at the zoo. Daryl is in Nelson. Hello. Yes, Daryl. I was I was at the zoo about two years ago, and um, amazingly, a ringtail lemur jumped off its island across the moat. Oh yeah. Landed on the fence, and I thought I'll go over and stroke it. My wife said, "No, no, don't go near it. It's only a little thing." Yeah. He grabbed hold of my arm. Yeah. Pulled it out of its socket. No. And flung me into the moat. <laughs> I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, Daryl, that's hilarious. You weren't hilarious for me. <laughs> you were you were wrestled by a monkey. Yeah. How big's a lemur? It's about a foot tall, I mean, I'm amazed. <laughs> I'm amazed by its strength. So it pulled you. So, sorry about your arm and the pulled your arm out of its socket. Flung me over the fence into the moat. No way. I'm telling you. Really? What happened then? 
won, I won fifty thousand pound conversation with the zoo. <laughs> he sued the monkey. <laughs> took took the lima to court. I was amazed by its strength. This year's world's strongest man has been won by a lima. I think it has been. Cammy's <laughs> oh unbelievable. <laughs> Cammy's doing it now. Uh, one more quick one. The producer loves this one. He's always been a fan of this one. It's Ray Stubbs and Andrew McKenna. We'll make Andrew McKenna and Ray Stubbs on Talksport Two with a bit of bants. Let's look at the first ODI now with Talksport Two's Andrew McKenna. Macca, good to talk to you. Morning, Stubbsy. I was quite enjoying your debate, actually. I think I'll just shut up and let you carry on for a bit. <laughs> Tell us about the cricket. Yeah, not, ke- <laughs> not keen to get involved. I know why John likes that. Not involved getting a bit of cut and thrust. And we've John, gone. John, when we were on a train to Russia, yeah. John showed me a Ray Stubbs clip from, what was it, Blue Peter? No, no, no. no. It was from... It was so from Comic from Relief. Comic Relief. It, it was Ray. It was Ray jumping off of a, a building yeah. into a load of cardboard boxes. Yeah, it didn't yeah. quite go as well as he expected. Well, no, it, it, I mean, he landed on the boxes. It, it was fine, but it's the noise he makes on the way down. <laughs> <laughs> well, as you'd imagine. Well, he would. Uh, one more quick one then. It's, yeah, here it is. It's a caller. We had a Scottish phone-in back in the day. Arthur Alberston used to do it. And uh, a caller phoned in talking about the Scottish goalkeeping problem. I'm phoning, you know, about Craig Brown's selection for the Scotland squad. Yep. I, um, he must know that Hearts have got a good team. We we get Colin Cameron in the squad, mm-hmm. Stephen Presley. Yep. I just don't know why for at least three seasons he's been ignoring Antinemi. Antinemi? Aye, I don't know why he doesn't get a game. <laughs> for Scotland? Aye. He's from Finland. He's what? He's finished, isn't he? He's not finished. He's only 28. No, not finished. He's from Finland. What do you mean? That's where he, he, his nationality is f- Finnish. He's from Finland. He's not Scottish? No. Oh, I thought he was Scottish. <laughs> yeah, and he named me. He's got his own tartan and everything. Yeah, yeah classic <laughs> Scottish name. Anyway, more, more from the listeners shortly. Good. And uh, we'll also be bringing you more clips. We'll have a Fools panel as well. Christmas presents Good afternoon, Paul Hawksby, Andy Jacobs here on TalkSport. We're joined uh, by a group of TalkSport listeners from around the world. We do this every uh, Christmas Eve, catch up with them, see what uh, they're up to uh, this Christmas, and we'll bring you more classic clips and lots more. Besides, we're going to head to Mauritius now. Lovely, isn't it? Lovely, beautiful. Uh, I take it it's Peter. It says here, Potato. It's, it's obviously, a, that's not a name, is it? <laughs> no, it is ch- Peter. I, I like potatoes, but it's not uh, Potato. No, it's definitely not <laughs> you Potato. You say Potato, yeah. I say Peter. Uh, maybe Potato check, you changed it because <laughs> of him. So, yeah, Peter, in Mauritius. So, and lovely to see you. Uh, happy Christmas to you. A beautiful Christmas happy, tree in the background there. Happy Christmas to you too. And a painting by Bob Ross in the background there as well. Tremendous. Absolutely. Absolute, actually, no, it wasn't by him. It was by Stanley Unwin. I I've been actually thinking about asking really? you to get Alan Brazil to do some um, to do some Stanley Owen poems. Well, he does. He kind of does anyway. <laughs> yes, but... <laughs> Professor Stanley Unwin. A lot of people won't know who that is. Yeah, he was, but I do. A man who mangled the language, but he was he was fantastic, wasn't it? it was a, I mean, it was incredibly difficult to do. It's like Les Dawson's piano playing. It it was a very difficult art. You should try even reading it. It's very, very difficult to do. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll send it to you. Maybe you can have a... You've you got a whole a go career out of it, though. You can't blame him. No, no. Is that seriously one of Stanley Unwin's paintings in the background? No, I'm pulling your leg. Oh, I'm OK. Well, I, just, I, just, I never knew him as an artist, an art alone, or whatever he'd been I, was, I, I follow this thing on um, Instagram, it's like greatest hotels of the world, mm. and you often get one from Mauritius, and they always look yeah. absolutely beautiful, but so remote. And my, I always think... 
happens if you have a heart attack? You're in trouble, aren't you? <laughs> it does look well, a bit remote. Well, it's, well, Merry it's Christmas very funny you should say that. Comfort and joy. It's very, very funny you should say that mm. because I'm on a bit of a campaign with the defibrillators at the moment. Right. Yes, I work so for, I've come to Mauritius to work for a sugar company. Mm. And I've been here for about seven years now. And um, uh, it's a fantastic place. It's a fantastic country. And I really, really, I really love it. The hotels are, are really are beautiful. They're definitely worth uh, coming to. And it's, uh, you know, I can look at a beautiful blue sea and a blue sky now of getting ready for, for a sunset in, in, a few, in a few minutes. But the story which you did about, about the defibrillators mm. was just amazing. Yeah. yeah. So I talked I talk to my colleagues about it. I talked to people in my gym about it. Uh, I got a trainer in my gym. Aralyn asked him about it. I said, where's the nearest defibrillator? Nobody knew. I asked people in offices here. Nobody knew. So I know it's a very it's a very serious subject, mm. but uh, I persuaded the company I work for to go oh. and buy uh, nine. I think we're going to get. Wow! But it's really interesting people's reaction to it. Will I get sued if I you know hurt somebody? And uh, oh. your your um, your program is fantastic because it keeps me connected as an expat mm. to everything that's going on at Chelsea. And fortunately, you say it to Andy exactly as I would say it. Uh, you know, watching from the ground instead of some of the you know, some of the reporters who just describe games sometimes that I just haven't ever been to. Um, so, I, I just found that occasionally you do a, a serious uh, bit of talk, and the serious talk actually, with all the fun and the comedy you have, it's it's brilliant for anyone who lives abroad. Brilliant for listening to a podcast. And uh, thank you very much for keeping me so uh, so connected. Oh, that's very kind. Nice. That's very kind. A photo Peter. on Instagram would lead to that, but it's a good one. Well yeah. done, Peter. Uh, and and it's uh, it, you're right. That was a fascinating chat when the guys came on and and, and mm. showed us how how to use the defibrillator. Sure, how easy it was. And uh, it's great that you're you're kind of spreading the word out there because it is very important. Well, when uh, I know you do, a, you put a lot of work into the. Uh, into the birthday spread and your jokes and your humour and everything, which I've, I've enjoyed uh, over over the years. But I'm afraid <laughs> that I? Martin Lipton's Corandy Horn still made it really did make me nearly drive off the road. <laughs> it's great. Somebody in Mauritius has had a, a car accident because of Martin Lipton's comedy horn. Yeah, I'm blaming uh, you two for that. Honestly, it was, it was uh, one was of the funniest things I've heard all, all year. It's in. It's in. Was you in that day? Or was no. It? No, Charlie. Was Charlie. In, was in, yeah. yeah. Um. We're going to play it on the Christmas Day show for you tomorrow. Yeah. So, um, Mauritius Hamilton. Nice. Thank no, you. Beautiful one for the F1 fans. <laughs> uh, Peter, come back to you later. Thanks very much. Lovely to see you. Okay. Merry Christmas and you to too. you. Happy uh, let's Christmas. Have, let's have a chat with Patrick. Patrick O'Connor. Uh, is oh. Patrick there? Um, is he not Tom yeah. O'Connor? Oh no, there's oh, two there O'Connors. There we go. Oh, there's Patrick. <laughs> Um, and yeah, oh, beautiful background. Are you on? A, is, I take it that's not a real background. Uh, it's a desert. <laughs> no, you're it's right there, Paul. I wish it was Cape Town, but not. No. <laughs> no. Where ridiculous. are you currently? Uh, in Porchester. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hence the pine tree. Weather's the nice in Porchester. Oh, that's yeah, actually, lovely. That's, that's actually <laughs> Peter's view at the moment. What, what you've got on your screen is what he's looking out the window at, which is quite amazing. <laughs> So a Tottenham fan, uh, Patrick, is this uh, right? Yeah, long-suffering Paul like yourself, I'm afraid. Yeah. Well, not really. It's going well, I think. You know, oh, next, at the moment, yeah. Next two years uh, are going to be tremendous because when he goes, it'll be a bit of a disaster. But, you know, you don't oh, need to worry about years. that for two years. So. Yes. Uh, you, you're a time-serving fan. You were there. You drove to the UEFA Cup final against uh, Feyenoord, uh, and you broke down 15 times. Because of a <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, and pump. my brother Tom, who's going to come on in a minute, yeah, he was... Uh, he was a butcher after when we kept breaking down. So 
Yeah. We got there at half time eventually. So. Oh, no. Did you say he was the butcher? Oh, no, the pusher. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> well, I'm not saying his brother's a pusher. I mean, he was pushing the car. That's <laughs> not, not that I'm suggesting well, at all be. that this man was a pusher. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, top... they were going to Holland. <laughs> they were. Uh, I've cut Andy. Uh, all right, stop it. Tom. Tom is there. Hello, Tom. Hello, hello, Paul, Andy. Tom, Andy where's Christmas. your background? Oh, well, it's quite, there he is. Uh, quite a stadium. Oh, he's got, he's got the O'Connor's like a nice background. He's got <laughs> the <laughs> place. <laughs> we go yeah. to the extra mile, Andy. Yeah. Yeah. Sitting up the back <laughs> of the South Stand at the moment. Yeah, yeah you've got it. Very nice. just, un- just under the, the screen there, that's my season ticket seat. So yeah. uh, I thought I'd have it there to see uh, myself on it. Mm. But, you, yeah. You've got a story, Tom, haven't you? You um, you met Glenn Hoddle's granddad. Oh, at one sure, point. yeah. The, many, many years ago, Paul, um, the, we lived out, we lived in a road, we live in a road in Hayes. Mm. And when we were kids, we moved into the road when we were about seven, when I was seven, sorry. And Pat was 11. And anyway, we, this, this guy used to always walk past the house and just nod and talk and all the rest of it. And Mr. Hoddle, so I always knew him as Mr. Hoddle. Um, and when we, you know, as years went on, we sort of got our scarves and gone up to, off to the games. And I was, I think I was about 14, 13, 14, I was going to a game. And Mr. Hoddle, as we called him, he said, oh, he said, where are you going? So it's off to football, Mr. Hoddle. And he said, uh, oh, my grandson plays for Tottenham Hotspur. And I'm going, right, okay, yeah, <laughs> fine, fine. So... Anyway, so we, we went to the game. Obviously, no hod. There was no one called Hoddle ever in my life I've ever heard. And um, as we're coming home from the tube, I'm reading the program. And in the old days, it was a Southeast Counties League, which yeah, yeah. the youngsters yeah, would yeah. play. Mm. And they were on the program. I was sort of saying to the boys, my other brother Tim as well. I said, uh, "There is a G Hoddle, you know, playing oh. for Spurs in the in the young in the Southeast Counties. He's about 17." Well, after that, um, that was it. He was like. Mr. Hoddle was like God around the corner. Yeah, Mr. God. God, yeah. God, yeah. God his grandson situation, so, uh, as Glenn would say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. And as years went went on, I it, sort of ironically enough, he was a cabinet maker by trade, hmm. and I I become a carpenter, hmm. and so we talk about that as well as now Glenn had broke into the first team, and um, he he gave me some old tools and all the rest of it, and unfortunately he got he got a bit ill now. I was always thinking, well, Glenn might come around the house or, you know, or someone might come, but they'd moved off to uh, Harlow, I think, when Glenn was very young. Yeah. And so I don't think he saw him much. And anyway, he got very ill with emphysema. Oh, wow. And every now and again, my mum would sort of shout, Mr. Hoddle's on the phone, Sid Hoddle's on the phone. And I'd run around the corner. He was number 50, we were 38. And uh, I'd have to run in the back door, get this spanner, change his oxygen bottle, put the mask on him, and say, for God's sake, Sid, will you just give me a bit more notice next time? Next time he'd be breathing back up again. So Glenn owes you a debt yeah. of gratitude, doesn't he? That's good. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Not, so not a lot of people I know always, this. I always get to, like, one day hope to, to meet Glenn on, the, you know, these talk things that you go there again. Paul? He may be listening this afternoon. Yes, Oh, brilliant. Paul, no, can Patrick, you hear me? Yes, I'd love to tell him a story. And that, yes, a few Patrick, other stories yeah. about him. But he, he, his granddad was a... He's a tough old guy. Yeah, well, right, we get the idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what people don't realise is yeah. that Eileen Drury's granddad lived next door at number 52. Yeah, <laughs> really? What about that? Fantastic. Yeah. 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 Now, uh, thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, guys. We're going to crack on. We're going to bring you some clips. And uh, where should we go? Oh, yes, this has got a bit of a Christmas theme to it, this one. Yeah. Derek Thompson. Oh, um, like really, the spirit of Christmas summed up by Tomo. So, hey. 
of yourself a merry little Christmas now. Oh, that is brilliant. And good news, Justin, racing at Utoxida goes ahead. <laughs> Yippee! Not a, not a child born in Bethlehem, then, <laughs> racing at Utoxida. <laughs> Okay, uh, this is uh, Mickey Quinn. I don't, I can't quite remember this one, but it, it's, it yeah, sounds like classic. It this. sounds like classic Quinny going into one. And I'd, I like to go back to uh, when was it, Mickey? Nineteen? Was it forty-seven? Jesse Owens, when he ran in the Olympics. I would have no. It would have Munich. been before the uh, Munich. Was it? Yes, it would have been. It was before the war. Forty-three. Was, was it forty-three? Was it forty-five? I can't remember. Anyway, no, it wouldn't have been during when the... Hitler was watching. Anyway, that's right. It would and have been... the look on Hitler's face, and I'd love to be standing next to him. And Jesse Owens won and say, mm. "Stick that up your kilt, Adolf." <laughs> Who needs Simon Sharma? Eh? <laughs> yeah. Try me in one Mansfield nil. <laughs> really? Nineteen thirty-six. <laughs> Who needs Simon Sharma, boys? To stick that up your kilt, Adolf. <laughs> Dan's army. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, uh, should we time for one more? One it more, is yeah. on the Paul Ross show. We put we ran this past Omid Jalili, mm. who claimed this bloke sounded nothing like him. It was on extra time, and this guy was the world's fastest human calculator. And we still maintain this guy is Britain's foremost um, Omid Jalili sounder like. <laughs> Nilakanta Banu Prakash has won India's first ever gold in the Mental Calculation World Championships. And I'm delighted to say Nilakanta joins us now live. Nilakanta, what did you actually have to do in the competition? Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Hey. <laughs> Come on. Of course it's That's Omid. That's definitely Claiming Omid. he's the world's fastest human calculator. Anyway, um, Andy Smart's going to join us shortly. We'll have a, um, we'll have a um, false panel for you as well. We'll look at some of the games this weekend. More classic clips. That's all to come. If you want some candy, I'll bring you the candy. Shake hands with Santa Paul Hawksby, Andy Jacobs here on TalkSport. The traditional Christmas Eve bash with some classic clips and chatting to the listeners and a few friends of the show popping up. Uh, including a man who will be uh, working over Christmas, um, and uh, that is Andy Smart, ball runner, comedy store player, Farnborough fan, <laughs> looks fantastic. cheese chaser, Cresta runner, um, and uh, he joins us now in full Santa garb. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, boys. Oh, look <laughs> at that. It's, he's wearing... It's a beautiful it's beard. It's like a beard. shag pile carpet. And he's wearing <laughs> his Stevenage Borough T-shirt. Um, Farnborough! He's, oh, oh, sorry. That's how I, do, I, do a, I do a part. I can't believe I said that. I know. Stevenies. Graham Wesley, I do apologise. I wasn't trying to wind you up. The, the words weren't coming to me. So, um, uh, Andy, just remind us, you, you popped in and saw us uh, in the um, studio a few weeks ago uh, talking yep. about the work you're doing with Crisis over Christmas. And the, the listeners were extremely generous, weren't they? And They and, were very, and very generous. Yeah. It, it's, it's been fantastic, the response. Um, yeah, but the, the centre's actually opened on the 23rd, so they're already halfway through the first week. And uh, I go in on the 27th on Monday to do uh, a week of nights from 10 o'clock till 8 o'clock in the morning, um, just looking after the homeless people, yeah. Brilliant. Fantastic. And, um, yeah, I mean, is it, you're going to be in hotels uh, again this year? Are you going to have to do that? Yeah. Uh, sadly, yeah, we've, uh, we're have we in the hotels because of the COVID. Um, but I, th I think the guests will probably enjoy that a bit more um, yeah. because they'll have their own rooms. Um, but, yeah, we, we, we're still arguing about whether we can have communal dining rooms at the moment. But um, 
it's 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 going to be interesting, but we, hopefully we'll we'll find homes for at least uh, a, a third of the people that come through our, our doors this year. Fantastic. So a rare Christmas Day for you, because you don't normally have Christmas Day. You're normally there. No, normally I do the Christmas week. So uh, I'm actually getting to go to Kempton Park on if it's if it's still on. Yeah. On uh, on Sunday uh, with with my uh, daughter and my son. Uh, oh, they'll be along, and uh, yeah, uh, I reckon Epitanti's got a good chance, and Brave Brave Man's Game's going to win, and uh, Frode on for the big one, I think. Fantastic! I've I've managed to. Uh, Andy comes to the Cheltenham Festival with Paddy Power every year, and the days that I don't get behind his <laughs> tips, they always win, and the days I do, they don't. So one day I'm going to get it right. Yeah, Andy, you've done very well out yeah. of Andy over the yeah, years. We didn't you? Too yeah, too bad in November, didn't we? So that was good. Now we, we you, you do love a little bit of a showbiz story, Andy, which is why we're going to bring in one of the talk yeah. sport listeners now. And where uh, that's someone find out where the name was. Uh, oh, it's Kenny. Kenny, who's a, a Reading fan, Kenny Foster. Kenny, are you there? Yes, I am. So, Kenny, you have got a fantastic claim to fame. You you played football with a legend of comedy, didn't you? Yes, I did. Yeah. Um, do you want the full story or just a part of it? But I give us. It well, might have we've to... got an hour and twenty minutes. How long do you need? <laughs> can, <laughs> can you squeeze into an hour? About two hours long, to be honest with you. Uh, we may have to just. We may have to get the pre-seed version if you can, okay. if possible. Yeah. What happened was. Um, my uncle used to work for a instrument shop in Reading. Yeah. And uh, they had an order for an upright piano uh, from some guy, but he had to be delivered on a Saturday, which in those days was never heard of. You know, today you can get it Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, 24 7. Oh, yeah, upright pianos are arriving at my place every day. <laughs> it's every Amazon. Second. It's Amazon frying them over the fence. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, my uncle sort of took myself and my cousin, who's four years older than me, mm. uh, to this guy's house. And my uncle said, wait here, I'm going to get the piano out. I've got to take it in. And he was a tuner as well that could tune pianos. Mm. So he took the piano in and was tuning it. And we were sat in the van. All of a sudden, the guy come to the window of the van and said, um, do you two want to have a game of football? Wow. So we said, well, okay then. Uh, so we went and had a game a of random. football. Yeah. But then you um, realise who it is. Yeah. You had a game of football. Well, well but I, I didn't even know the, I didn't even know who he was, unfortunately. Right. And then his wife came out and started shouting at him. Because <laughs> really? he'd just come back from America because he'd had a heart attack in America, apparently. And he was playing yeah. football you just after I think Mike Perry was, was there. Yeah, well, 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 two red setters as well. Don't forget them. Oh, okay. <laughs> and who so was that man? You're giving us all the clues. This is like it's like celebrity anecdote. This you're thinking he's come back from California. He's just had a heart attack. His wife. Can you tell us the accent that his wife was screaming at him in? Uh, Swedish. Swedish. Oh, That's a Swedish accent. Oh, it's a good one. It's a famous comedian. He's come back from California. He's probably a man who makes films. He shouldn't be playing football because he's, he's just he's had a heart probably attack. The, he's one of the greatest. Comedy actors we've had. Absolutely. And go uh, on, Reg Varney. No, uh, good try. <laughs> okay. I was going to say that. Uh, Andy Andy Smart, who, who are you going for? I'm going for Billy Connolly, yeah. You're, you're going for Billy Connolly. <laughs> well, I'm afraid you're wrong. Uh, the <laughs> Swedish accent should have given it away. The lady in question know, was. Yeah, yeah well, of course. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> what with that and St- Stevenage, I'm right off today. Um, <laughs> it, the lady was Brett Eckland, and uh, the comedian was Kenny. 
Peter Sellers. Peter Sellers. Peter Sellers, Sellers. Sellers. Oh, yeah, of course played. it was. So Charlie played... Gardner, Craig's cousin. Played. That's it. Played football with Peter Sellers. That is a fantastic uh, claim to fame. That, that's tremendous. That's sensational, yeah. Well, well, the yeah, disappointing but... part of it all, Yeah. I didn't know who he was. Oh, I've got his autograph <laughs> in my loft. Oh, well. Him and his wife in a tie sort of rack thing that my dad had that used to you put a tie in it yeah. and it would make it flat. Like a, yeah. sort of, a tie, like a Corby tie like press. Yeah. Remember in Corby tie press, played for the USA. <laughs> centre-half, he was very good, almost <laughs> certainly. I think he was a centre-half, that's right. Well, lovely, Kenny. That's brilliant. Fantastic from Kenny there. Um, we got a, mm. we got a falls panel coming up. Uh, Princess really. Margaret should... probably sat around that upright piano because she was a big mate of yeah. Peter Sellers. Yeah, she probably did. What yeah. about that? Just think of the people that sat around that piano. Yeah. But, but he, Kenny played football with him. Yeah. There we are. Um, and he's going to stick around for the falls panel. Uh, but Ian Danter's going to join us as well, representing the... Uh, the commentators, and we'll get some of the listeners involved guessing the scores for the listeners. That's coming up shortly. Merry Christmas, baby. It Afternoon, Hawksby and Jacobs here on TalkSport. That's a lovely Christmas song, and we're very lucky, really, that one of our, the TalkSport regulars, one of our match reporters, who... Uh, Graham Courtney has made a Christmas album. Oh, are you aware? Are you aware well, of that? I, somebody sent me a copy of it. It's tremendous. Yeah. Well, look, I think we're going to run I, some I mean, adverts. Honestly, Bing Crosby isn't in it. He isn't. We're going to run some adverts for it. I think we've got a little flavour of uh, of the album now. You've heard Graham Courtney, the Bard of Blythe, the poet laureate of Peter Lee, waxing lyrical about another debacle at St James's Park. Well, you have to say, it's another really poor performance from Newcastle United. It really, really is. Now hear him in more festive mood in a brand new album out in shops today. Now that's what I call Christmas. It really, really is. A new spoken word collection of Christmas carol classics. Mainly spoken word because he can't sing a note. Featuring all your festive favourites. I saw three ships. I saw three ships come sailing in. I really did. I really did. We three kings. We three kings of Orient are. We really, really are. Silent night. Silent night. Holy night. And do you know what? You just get the impression that all is calm and all is bright. It really, really is. And for those of a Geordie persuasion, there's even something for you. Deck Sir John Hall with Bows of Holly. Tra-la-la-la-la, lua-lua-lua. You really, really should. Graham Courtney's Now That's What I Call Christmas. It really, really is. You just get the impression it's a real Christmas cracker. It really, really is. Well, I'll be downloading that. I really, really Get will. straight on the spot if I really, really will. And you'll have to good say, to hear the bloke from Goom do. Yeah, it was good to hear him on there. Uh, that, of course, was Ian Danter, who, uh, who a talk sport commentator, and he's um, yeah, he's, he joins us now for. <laughs> joins us now so for much work in that world. Thank mate. you, Dan. It's very kind <laughs> I, of you. Oh, I just think about that. What am I doing? You yeah. know, just, what does Graham like, say to you? What is it? He, he must get upset. He really, really no, must. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, he just get the impression he's lovely about it. He really, really. Is, uh, <laughs> you have to say. Uh, I met him once. He's very suntanned. He's a lovely oh, man. Oh, no, so Graham is the loveliest man. Yeah. Anybody that, that that meets him, just you just you come away with the the same thought about him. He's just um, he's he's the heart and soul. Uh, he, he's one of the, he's part of the Talksport heartland. I'm telling you, he certainly is. Yeah. Uh, Andy Smart stuck around. Farnborough 
uh, fan, of course. Um, God, I hope I made league. him laugh. The yeah. cloud of smoke. Yeah, there, there he is. It's like stars <laughs> I'm in not their expecting eyes. Expecting a there. lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I mean, the Talksport listeners are going to join us. We're going to try and guess the scores of three games that have survived so far this weekend: Man City, Leicester, Spurs, Palace, uh, Aston Villa versus Chelsea. They're the three games. Uh, the first listener who's going to be uh, on guessing duty will be. Uh, Cameron, the Liverpool fan, so we'll get him up shortly. Uh, so we have a commentator, a celeb, that's Andy this afternoon, of course, and our, ourselves. And we try and guess the scores. We get three points, we get it absolutely right. We get to one point for getting the outcome and uh, nothing, of course, for getting it wrong. Do I have the false panel sheet, John? Is that oh, yes. possible? Thank you very much. No and uh, our first game will be, and I need to, I need to tell you who's top. <laughs> What about me? I haven't got one. COVID. Uh, Thanks very much. Cautious. Um, <laughs> the muffled tones of John Kelly. These are the standings. Uh, Mark Wilson represented the, uh, the commentators last week. They're bottom of the table. They're on 36. No oh points dear. for him. Andy oh Jacobs, God. one point for him. Um, he's on 37. Martin, the Spurs fan, represented the callers. They're on 38. I got four points. I guess Tottenham versus Liverpool, right? 2-2 two, two, somehow. I'm on 43. But the pros, Chris Kirkland represented the pros last week. They're still very much on the... Talks. Well, sparing Chris's blushes, he got naught. Yes, I'm sorry. We're calling Andy a pro this afternoon, which Andy Smart kicks us off. <laughs> Andy Smart kicks us off. Oh, he could do I've it been in his day. Before. Yes. <laughs> so, Andy, Manchester City versus Leicester. How do you see this one going, Andy? Well, Leicester were pretty feisty uh, in the cup, so they, they seem to have quite a, a good squad there. I reckon uh, City will still beat them, though, so I reckon it'll be 2-1 uh, City. 2-1 City. Oh, I think it may be a bit more comfortable than that. Maybe smarting defensively. They've looked a bit uh, They've looked a bit sketchy. I'm going to go 3-1 to Manchester City. Um, as we said, Cameron's going to join us now. Good afternoon, Cameron. Hello. How are you doing? Yeah, we're good. Thank you, Cameron. I've Martin. Oh, did I? Did I? Have I gone mad? No, I said, no, it's Cameron. Cameron. I've got it right, yeah. don't you? Don't mess with the system. So, uh, Cameron, where do we find you today? In Harrogate, North Yorkshire. Oh, oh beautiful. beautiful. Lovely part of the Pop world. Pop out to Fantastic. Betty's Tea Rooms after this. Is it open today? <laughs> probably be shut. open. I imagine they're doing a roaring train. Shut, he said. Oh, it's shut. <laughs> OK, fair enough. Oh, that's, that's the end of that then. Um, so, Busiest day of the year. What's Betty doing? I don't know. Betty's busy. She's made her money. She sits at home counting it now, I would imagine. OK. Um, so, Cameron, give us the score. This is the City-Leicester game. You obviously want City to lose as a Liverpool fan, don't you? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I uh... Party's back in form. 3-2 Leicester. 3-2 Leicester. Uh, well, really? OK, that is heart-ruling head, I guess. Um, and yes. <laughs> Leicester have a good record against Man City, and they beat them in the charity shield, but then Man City weren't at full speed, which they are now. Yeah. I'd love Leicester to get something from this game, but defensively they've been so poor this year. Can't see anything but 2-0 to City. 2-0 to City and uh, Dance representing the commentators. Dance. Bottom of the pile, we need the points. I'm going to have to go rogue and go a bit different. So, yeah, Leicester are going to concede, but they'll bag a couple. 2-2. Two, two. Oh, wow, OK, mm. bold. Talk sport Very listeners bold. at home in the car. Your turn to have a guess. Very good. It's going to be uh, Mike Mabber up next. He'll be representing the TalkSport listeners for the second round. Which He's a Spurs fan, isn't he? He is a Spurs fan. Uh, yeah, we'll find out if he's any relation shortly. They play Palace. I'll be there um, Sunday afternoon. Andy, Spurs Palace. Andy Smart, what do you think of this one? Um, I think it's a big tight one, actually. Um, I, I do like the way Tottenham have now become the dirtiest team in the... I reckon there'll be over six cards. Oh. Definitely. <laughs> That's a good uh, idea. <laughs> So uh, I'm going. I'm going two-one uh, Spurs this time. 
2-1 Spurs. OK, yeah. I see all everybody's on the on the little Zoom chat here is having a go at their own scores. Yes, yeah, So it's, it's, they yeah. should do, absolutely. Yeah, They're very welcome excellent. to. 2-1 yeah. um, Spurs. Yeah, that's a pretty good shout, actually, Andy. Uh, I think, you know, I'm going to agree with you. I'm, I'm not going to buck the train. I'm going to go... I think t- Tottenham might nick it 2-1. It should be a good oh, game. Um, about to lose now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, as we said, uh, Mike Mabbott, spelt differently. Hello, Mike. Hello, Paul. Hello, Andy. So, no, no relation, we're guessing, Mike? No relation. No, not at all. No, oh. Nice tree. Big room. It's a big Spurs fan, though. Yeah, absolutely. So it looks a bit like my flat. You're not around my place, are you? <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you said you no, have a famous brother-in-law, not. renowned... For his eating prowess. Oh yeah, indeed. Can you say yes, that? Mike, don't tell us about it. Yeah. He married my sister. Right. Okay. Can Mike you... Gatting married your sister. Mike Gatting married your sister. He did. Oh, what about that good old Gat? Yeah, he I once still... hit me in the face, you know. <laughs> but not not a punch with a with a. That's probably because you're a Chelsea fan. <laughs> with a cricket ball. It was a cricket ball. I was, a... I was fielding on the boundary, and he hit the ball yeah. towards me, and I forgot he was a professional. Yeah. And I charged the ball. <laughs> And it gathered pace as it hit the ground, hit me straight in the face. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was absolutely hilarious. I was led off by the St John's Wood Ambulance Brigade. I was there. It, and it's a bit, I think it's a bit tight. You do say in your little bio, I have a famous brother-in-law renowned for his eating prowess. I think his batting was pretty good as yeah. well. Really. Did Captain England. It was. Yeah, fantastic. Did. So did. give us a score on this game then, Mike. What do you think? Uh, Spurs Palace. Uh, well, as a Spurs fan, I'm going to go, we'll get three goals, but Ooh. we always let at least one in. So I'll probably go 3-1. 3-1? Fantastic. Good work, Spurs. Mike. Thank you. Um, Andy Jacobs. Now, Spurs are going very well under Conte, no mm. question about it. But I have a sneaking feeling for Palace. Mm. It may, it's, it's difficult with these games because you don't know if they're going to turn out a youth team or their first team. Well, as far as we know, they're not in too bad a shape. But I, I've liked Palace this year under Vieira, and I think... I think they can get something from this game, so I'm not very good at this game, but I'm going 2 2. Okay, 2 um, 2. Um, fantastic. Um, and Dance, what do you think? Well, did not Palace absolutely wallop Tottenham at Sellers Park earlier this season when um, Odson Edward got a couple? Yeah. In a 3 0 win, you won't have enjoyed that afternoon. Um, no. I'm not sure whether Dr. Tottenham's going to be in the house again, uh, just to help Palace out a little bit, Paul. I've Ooh. got. I'm going to go a sneaky 1-0 win for Crystal Palace. Oh, dance. Just because I need the points. Yeah, I Just because I, I need the points. No okay. more reason than that. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, they'll be uh, a bit fresher, aren't they? Spurs played on... Yeah, the they did. That's, that is true. Um, so, the TalkSport listeners home in the car. And finally, it's live on TalkSport. It's Villa versus Chelsea. Sunday evening at uh, 5.30. Uh, Bob Gilbert over in uh, Buffalo will be joining us very shortly. He's a, a Chelsea fan. He'll be predicting that score. But first, Andy Smart uh, is representing the pros. He's top of the tree. Five England caps, I seem to remember. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, Andy, what about this one then? Villa-Chelsea. Uh, well, I, <clears throat> I really like what Stephen Gerrard's doing at Villa. And I really, I, I think Chelsea without a striker are going to struggle a bit. So I'm going one nil Villa. Oh, that won't go down well with Andy. Um, I think this might—I think this might be a draw. Variant. I think it should be quite an entertaining it's not a popularity game. Popularity contest. No, that's very true. <laughs> I think it's, I think this is two each. This game. Um, I'm going two-two. Uh, mm. Bob in Buffalo, the Chelsea fan. Hello, Bob. Hey, good afternoon, Paul Andy. How are you? Oh, look at Bob. Bob's oh, in his tremendous. games room. He's got the he's got the we can see the pool table in the background and the the big Chelsea flag up. Fantastic, proper Chelsea fan. So, what took you to Buffalo then, Bob? That's a long story. I'll give you the the uh, the, the quick version. Um, I grew up in Southwest London, 
um, South West London. Yep. And I used to go walk to uh, Fulham one week and Chelsea the next and uh, got involved with, you know, with football and some of the players back then. And uh, but actually went into the music business right. um, and worked with Genesis and Ooh. still in touch with them and saw them over here this, this past uh, tour and ended up in tourism, which brought me to the US because uh, the, the Genesis broke up when Peter Gabriel left. So that's kind of all water under the bridge and um, have worked for a number of uh, big brand, big uh, brands yeah. uh, like Disney and uh, Best Western Choice and have lived all over the Fantastic. US and now ended up in, in Buffalo and it's Lovely. got some nice Christmas snow outside, mate. Yeah, I've got to say, it probably would be snowing this time. Thank goodness we got, that was the short we, version. We got, a clip, <laughs> <laughs> we got a clip coming up in a minute that you'll enjoy involving... The Bills uh, fan, you can see it by the camp. Involving Mike Rutherford. Um, but give us your yeah. Chelsea man, Bob. So, uh, what do you reckon? The game against oh, uh, God, Villa? You know, it all depends on who's fit and who's not and who turns up. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, Stevie G's done very well and um, I think that Chelsea have done very well in, in the art of drawing games unfortunately um but i think chelsea will turn it on and um we'll, we'll see a 2-1 victory for the blues 2-1 for the blues says bob mm. thank you hopefully get back to you a little bit later on andy jacobs yeah, it's quite exciting denver bars guest of honor at the match oh is he oh good <laughs> <laughs> no he's done a great job steve gerard no question about it but they do have problems i saw mm. him on interview yesterday and it, they've got similar to chelsea and you're a getting lot, a few back a lot of players mm. lukaku's back oh. and uh That'll make a difference, and I think a few others are back as well. So, but you saw the other night, Chelsea just haven't got goals, and they, they won two 0 but it was like an own goal and a penalty. Yeah, and yeah. It's so difficult at the moment, uh, and not a great record at Villa. But I'm just going to go one nil to Chelsea. One nil Chelsea and dance finally. Well, my <coughs> favourite two Genesis albums are the ones. Immediately after Peter Gabriel left, mm. uh, I'm a fan of Trick of the Tail and Wind and Wuthering. Actually, it's like Thotch, isn't it? Yeah. Their best two albums after Brian Pern left, wouldn't it? You know. <laughs> um, back to the reality. Uh, mm. I, I've got. I watched Chelsea play the kids um, at Brentford. I know you weren't there, Andy, mm. but you know Jude Soonsup, Bell, and Harvey. Harvey Vale looked quite good. Uh, mm. The kids you got from Fulham at a young age. So you know, there's. I'm not saying they're going to get used in this game, but it was nice to see that the academy does have the potential to produce some more players down the line uh, I'm going to go 2-0 Chelsea 2-0 Chelsea ok times are pressing uh, Dance have a great Christmas thanks, thanks for Dance. joining us we'll catch up with you in the new year after yourselves boys have a lovely time um, Andy Andy Smart always a pleasure thanks for all your efforts Thank this you. year on the show and uh, we'll, we'll see you soon hope all goes well with crisis over yeah. Christmas cheers Andy cheers mate there we are, there's uh, Andy Smart. And uh, we've got time to squeeze that clip in, have we, or should we do it afterwards? That's not to... We're going to do it afterwards. Uh, yeah, we'll have that clip for Bob involving his old mate, um, Mike Rutherford from Genesis. We'll have some more clips, more from the listeners. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mamacita, ¿dónde está Santa Claus? ¿Dónde está Santa Claus? Oh, sorry, it's Paul Hawksby, Annie Jacobs hey, here on Story Sport. Yes, Andy. Sue hates Feliz Navidad, and I can't stop singing him. Really? Mad. She doesn't like the song. No. You're going to see uh, Jose Feliciano this That's year, I said aren't you? I said, if he does that when we see him, you can't stand up and say, I don't like that one. No. He goes, well, I know it's not Christmas time, but this is one of my favourites. He's got a play, isn't he? Yeah. Even if he's like baking hot July day. <laughs> anyway, it's Hawksby and Jacobs here on Talksport. We're hearing from the listeners. One of them's got to go. He'll tell us why. Let's find out uh, who it is. It's uh, it's Rob, I think. It's Bob, sorry. Bob Partridge uh, is a big Albion West Brom fan. Good afternoon, Bob. Aha! Hey, Paul and Andy. Yeah, Bob. Are you at the airport <laughs> at the moment, then? I'm at Atlanta Airport. I'm about 15 minutes away from flying home to Tokyo. Fantastic. Wow. wow. What a jet-setting life. You've lived in some uh, interesting places over the years, haven't you? Including Peterborough. Yeah, indeed. Um, I met my now wife in London uh, about 16 years ago. She works for the United States military. And so since then, we've lived in New York. We've lived in the Netherlands. We've lived in El Paso, Texas. We've lived in Germany. And now we have the joy of living in Tokyo. Wow, oh, I love Tokyo. It's an incredible place. But uh, do you speak Japanese? Only uh, Konnichiwa. Wow. <laughs> that could be quite tricky because, I mean, unfortunately my daughter-in-law is Japanese, so when we were there it was great, but I'd imagine it's quite hard. Yeah, um, because of the Olympics, I think everything has improved, certainly in terms of signage and moving around the city. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, and, and we live on an American base, so essentially we're in, in this little American bubble. Yeah, the now transport you, system there is fantastic. Yeah, you said, and you can't read any of the signs there. Um, Bob, you, you, uh, your traditional Christmas meal uh, is a bit different. It's not a turkey with all the trimmings. What are you having? Um, well, it'll be 3.30 in the afternoon by the time we land Christmas Day in Tokyo. Mm. So we will probably have nothing because we have to go straight to quarantine. Oh, dear. Uh, but the Japanese traditional Christmas dinner is KFC. Really? The Colonel? Oh, what about that? The yeah, Colonel. I never knew yeah. that. Why is marketing. that? Where does that, where does that tradition come it's from? It's marketing. Oh. The Colonel looks like Santa Claus. Oh, oh yeah, I suppose he does in a sense. Well, yeah. God, the beard's not quite as long. Yeah. yeah and it's, it's, a, it's a white you suit and a red to, suit. You so, have to order it in October to get it. <laughs> Really? That's fantastic. If you take nothing else from today's show, Honestly. and there's a fairly good chance that's the case, but if you take nothing else, the traditional Japanese meal on Christmas Day is is KFC, and you order it in October. That's sensational. Tremendous. Because the Colonel 
it looks a bit like Father Christmas. There's stories in the like the Japanese Daily Star saying there's going to be a KFC, KFC shortage. KFC shortage, wing shortage. <laughs> That's right. Well, Bob, look, have a fantastic, uh, have a fantastic Christmas. We're going to let you get to your gate because I know you're up against it. Yeah. So uh, no all the best to you. to you. Safe flight. Safe flight. And thanks very much for joining us. Thank you for all you do, guys, and uh, happy Christmas to everyone. There oh, we are. There's pleasure. Bob Thank there you, at the Bob. airport Lovely. in Atlanta. They're heading off to uh, Japan. Um, should, we bring, should we bring the listeners the Super Tramp clip first? How we do that? Let's do that. We're going to go out of order because we did promise Bob, who's worked with Genesis, who joined yeah. us earlier on, Zary ended up in the Bob? States. Um, we did promise we'd play this clip. And it was, again, it was uh, Mike Rutherford uh, of uh, Genesis appeared on Ian Collins' show uh, many years ago. And they were taking calls from the listeners. <laughs> and uh, this guy phoned up. We're going to take some calls. Mike Rutherford is with us from Mike and the Mechanics. 08704 202020. This is Mark, who's down in London. Mark. Hello, Ian. Hi. You're through to Mike. Uh, good evening. Hi. Hello, Mike. How are you doing? Seen you several times. Right. Hamburg, Manchester and Birmingham. That's good. That was in the 70s uh, when Phil Collins was on the drums. Right. Now, a question I've got to ask you here is... How did you come out with Salisbury Hill? Where did that come from? Because that was a brilliant, 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 one of the best songs I've ever heard. Right. Well, unfortunately, that wasn't me. That was a, a song by Peter Gabriel. Well, it was Peter, yeah, but weren't you involved in that? No, that was his, sort of, that was his first real kind of solo album he did when he, when he left uh, Genesis. But, I mean, I agree. I think, it's, I think it's a great song. I've seen Genesis live several times, and they're one of the greatest sounding bands I've ever seen in my life. What do you think of Super Trump? <laughs> what do you think of Super Trump? We never did find out what Mike. We, should, I, we always threaten every year to ring him up and say, Mike, what, what do you think of Mike's Super Trump? Mike's a nice fellow. I'm sure he would have uh, he yeah. would have said nice things about Super Trump. Anyway, let's bring you some more clips. This is a very youthful Alan Brazil, the boy Alan Brazil. Like Listen this to this voice. Uh, Listen um, to London and Neil uh, at the moment. No one disagreeing. Neil, good morning. Welcome to Talk Sport. Good morning, Alan. Hi. Uh, greetings to a fellow Celt. Thank you. I was sorry the Kilted Warriors weren't in Euro 2000. <laughs> well, they were close, but um, I'm not sure how well Scotland would have done as well when you look at that last four. It's very questionable. Uh, on the general point, I would say that uh, sport has become far too pressurised and high profile. Right. And I would say that sport needs a completely new direction. Uh, in fact, I think the whole world needs a new direction uh, to simplify it and make get back to the simple, innocent little things of life. And believe it or not, Alan, I think it soon will get it with the second coming of Christ to... Right, I take your point, Neil. Let's go down to <laughs> Yeah, take your point. And um, right. you may not know this, and Neil went on to win Britain's Welshest Man. Uh, did he really? Tremendous. He possibly could have done. <laughs> uh, now, this is a, a clip that's always... Uh, yes. It's Mike Graham, and... Um, <laughs> Yes, he took a... He, I think it was a text, wasn't it, from one of the listeners mm. that, that went in a direction he probably wasn't expecting. Eric in Coventry says, Mr Graham, let the Greeks suffer. A few years ago, I bought some expensive sunglasses from a shop in Crete. They broke as soon as I left the shop. I complained, but all I got was thrown out of the shop by three assistants. However, on my last night, I superglued the locks of the shop door and had a poo in the doorway. Quality. Well, that's nice, Eric. I'm sure they'll be delighted to have you back. <laughs> what a bleak... <laughs> what a was bleak, Eric or Mr Parry? <laughs> what a bleak tale that is. Oh, now, Ian Danter's back mm. in this one. It's alongside Mickey Quinn. Oh, yes. And something of a catchphrase. We all really. say this. We all say we? this, yeah, yeah, whenever we think about Mickey Quinn, certainly. William's in Tyneside. Hi, William, you're on TalkSport. Hello. 
Hello, Hi, William. Happy New Year to you. Hi, yeah. What's your point, mate? Uh, there's two points I'd like to make uh, about Mickey. Mm-hmm. He played for Newcastle United, you know, quite a few years ago. Yeah. And that, I, I didn't realise how good he was. Oh, you're missing him. You're missing him clearly, based on oh, what you got now. God, he scored so many goals. <laughs> God, that's how desperate the old Newcastle fans were getting before the takeover. Brilliant. And just time for one more. This mm. is Mark Saggers awaiting the FA Cup draw. Millwall 23, Bristol City or Shrewsbury. Oh, there we are. The sound that the balls have dropped. Not in our teenage years, of course, because uh, it was just the bag in those days. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't do it in a high voice. <laughs> <laughs> if he didn't mean it, it was genius. It was You've got to be honest. Wasn't it, yeah. Anyway, more uh, clips from uh, over the years, more from the listeners. Uh, we mentioned earlier on Betty's Tea Room, not open this afternoon, we were told by uh, one of the listeners. Mm. Uh, uh, Paul Jiggins is back. He's He's gone early with the Christmas crackers. With a tea room in Harrogate close, she is obviously not Betty365. Sorry, no. he says, I've started early. <laughs> <Betty> please, <laughs> bet, please, Betty, responsibly. That's, the, that's a betting shop next door. If you're ever on holiday, we, we have to get him to do the um, yeah. birthday spread oh, gags, Jigo, aren't we? Yes. He would, actually. So, uh, yeah, more clips. And we're off to uh, Kuala Lumpur. Next. Gibbs, I'm preparing for some Christmas sharing, but I pause because... Paul Hawksby, Andy Jacobs here on Talk Sport. I'm having a great uh, Christmas Eve afternoon. We're bringing you some old classic clips, as always, and listening and talking uh, to the Talk Sport listeners around the world. And we're going to head to <clears throat> Kuala Lumpur now, oh, believe wow. it or not, mm. where Martin Kellner is huge. <laughs> yes. Uh, Martin, is he a hasty or a hasty? We'll find out. Where's Martin? Hi, Paul. Hi, Andy. Hey, Martin. How are you? Hello. Yes, I'm a, I'm a hasty. You're I'm a hasty. hasty. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So, and, you, uh, yeah, you have an interesting uh, job in Kuala Lumpur. Tell us what you do. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, uh, I, I, I'm a freelance writer, but I write comedy for television. Wow. Um, quite bizarrely. <laughs> what, in what language? Um, in, in English? Well, it, we've done it mainly in working with local writers so mainly it gets translated into into malay but we've, we've done some english stuff as well that's all uh, right because it, it is widely spoken over here you can just take old Morecambe and wise shows and just translate that's, it yeah it's a bit know. like that, that film that film yesterday <laughs> that, yeah. isn't it that is yeah. that is exactly what i do so don't, don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't broadcasting. so you you must have to it's quite difficult that to tune in to a, a relatively alien sort of um sense of humor it's not like an american british sense of humor i imagine the sense of humor culturally it's very different you've got to be careful you could end up in jail they don't have ice cream vans in there exactly what one wrong move and you're deported but no it's um mm. Yeah, you've just got to be careful, and it's uh, yeah. We we just um, try and make it so that it's you know not too controversial. Let's right. put it that way. What is the sense of humour? Is it cut? I take it it's not cutting edge satirical. It's is it is it sort of banana skins? Is it a bit more slapstick? What's what's the sense of humour? It's, it's funny you should say that because it is slapstick. Mm. But um, you know the younger sort of more urbanites, they're into you know there's a there's a cracking stand up comedy scene here, but it's only it's less than ten years old. Right, and it's really exciting and uh, you know quite vibrant. So they're just trying to get yeah. that onto TV a bit more, if they can. He translates yeah. the birthday spread every week. It's fantastic. <laughs> Malaysian yeah, exactly. radio. I, I scribble down your gags and then we get them <laughs> yeah, translated. You definitely do. And are there comedy <laughs> programs that have been picked up? Is there kind of a Mrs. Brown's Boys for uh, Malaysia? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know, things are like versions of the UK. We, we've done a panel show that is a bit like Would I Lie to You, but with a twist that. If you get the answer wrong, you get electrocuted. 
<laughs> but not obviously not not you the know, full jeopardy. You, You've got to cater to the local market, you see. And that's, yeah, that's very, very true. That's just incredibly cruel telly. Here, that there's a <clears> fierce <throat> rivalry amongst Premier League supporters in Malaysia. Oh, big time! <clears> yeah, <throat> it's mainly Liverpool and Man U, but there is, right. I, I know, a Chelsea devotees as well, and there's a lot of Arsenal. And uh, yeah, some of them, you know, there's areas you go to that are Liverpool, and areas that you go to are Man United, and. You know, that never the twain shall meet. Yeah, uh, no. and I'm mix. sure Andy Smart is still listening. We'll, we'll like this next one. That uh, you play a, a a sport called Sepak Takro, and you reckon that even Andy's never played it. Tell us a bit more about what it is. Yeah, well, I, I should clarify. I don't play it. You, sh you should look it up on YouTube. It's it's incredible. Mm. They, it's like foot volleyball um, played with a small plastic ball, mm. but the scissor kicks and the athleticism—it's just incredible. Um, the best thing about coming to a different country is finding, you know, things like that that you've never heard yeah. of. And, uh, you know, they're just amazing. Now, is that a real tree behind you or is that one you bought from England a bit of a fake? It's from Ikea, but uh, it's not Oh, real. OK, fair enough. It <laughs> looks good, though. And what's the next, what's the next oh, show in the pipeline, comedy-wise? What's coming out next? Well, at the <clears> minute, <throat> I'm concentrating on trying to get stuff uh, in the UK, really. Uh, right. That's my next... Thing, writing a novel like the rest of the world cool. and just Fantastic. trying to get something, mm. uh, something yeah. published if I can in the next year or so. Well, if you do come in and we'll interview you about it and yeah. try and help you. Yeah, exactly. yeah we'll talk more. I'll try, I'll try and try and get a mention of you in the book. Good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Martin, thanks <laughs> yeah, for now. Yeah, thanks yeah. very much. Uh, there's uh, Martin there in Kuala Lumpur. Where are we going to head next? Um, oh, we're going to have a chat with Dominic, who's a Tottenham fan. Good afternoon, Dominic. Hi, how are you doing? Yeah, we're good, thank you. Yeah, a great personal achievement by you this year. We've we've often spoke to the uh, mm. man versus uh, fat guys on TV. You do uh, brilliant work. It's a fantastic thing. And um, you're involved with one of the teams, aren't you? Yeah, that's right. I'm a co-manager of the Colchester man versus fat 11 aside. Oh. Um, so we've just finished the regional group stage. Uh, we won our group with five wins and three draws, and now we're into the south stage knockouts wow, so, uh, and, and you yeah. personally have, have, have lost a lot of weight this year is that is that through sort of uh, free football or, or what else um so i had an op in end of april which mm. gave me a helping hand um but yeah it's changed my lifestyle a lot so i do park runs spinning and play manly fat football three times a week um, well done that's great so one formal and then the 11 aside which i organize and then a a kick around with the lads as well. And 10 stone you've lost this year. Yeah, that's, that's right. Amazing. Gosh, that's amazing. Well incredible. Wow. And Man versus Fat, we should give them a mention. I'll be because that on tomorrow. After, yeah, probably. <laughs> after Christmas is, you know, when a lot of people think, you know, start the new year, they want to lose a bit of weight. And, and it, it's a good thing, isn't it? It's a chance to come together, play some competitive sport. And, and the kind of weight loss is built into the way uh, the football's yeah. played, isn't it? That's right. You um, weigh in before... <clears throat> kick off each week so you score points um if you lose and every third week that you lose you get an extra goal and if you hit five and ten percent milestones you get an extra three goals for the team so it can make a real difference to the overall score of the week but sort of depending on how tight the games are not 
Yeah, no, it's a great, it's a great thing. thing. We're yeah. always happy. To, we'll probably get the guys in just. I'm uh, a fan of Weight Watchers United. Yeah, <laughs> you're more of a fan of you got the scarf of you. <laughs> I have. Nice, yeah, fantastic. <laughs> Thanks for now, Dominic. There we are, Dominic. You've done brilliantly this year. Half and half with the Atkins diet. <laughs> yeah, we were. <laughs> we were. I think you've exhausted them all now. All right, thank you very much. <laughs> so uh, let's have a couple more clips, shall we? It's Beaky now and uh, changing his mind rather rapidly in this goal flash. <laughs> Virgin Media Channel nine two seven. Goal for Aston Villa. Goal for Leighton Orient, I beg your pardon. <laughs> Two oh, very quick easy, goals. Easy mistake to yeah. make. <laughs> now, here we go. This is this is Mr. Parry. And, oh, yes. Uh, with a quiz here on TalkSport. Who came runners-up to Lyon in the French League last season and are now in the Champions League? I'll take a stab and say Bordeaux, Mike. Bordeaux, as in the tapestry, yeah? Yeah. No, there's no. <laughs> a different tapestry of ears. I've never actually seen it. Um, so uh, now we're going to bring them this one. <laughs> this is Keith Arthur on Fisherman's Blues, and uh, he uh, he was uh, getting some details, contact details from a, quite a quirky listener. I think mm. it's fair to say. Check this out. What's the website, Andrew? www. Yeah. R N. R N. A-N-A-N-D-R-D-R-M-N-N-O-M-N-F-M-O-M-N-F-M-O-M-N-F-M-O-M-N-F-M-O-M-N-F-M-O-M-N-F-M-O-M-N-F-M-O-M-N-F-
Manchester City surrendered a two-goal lead to draw 2-0 with Tottenham in the Premier League's late game. It means they're now nine points behind leaders Chelsea, who play tomorrow. Earlier, Wayne Rooney became the best one-all record and to Bobby Charlton. That's the latest. I'm Daisy Gray. <laughs> what? Fantastic. <laughs> anyway, we'll squeeze in some more uh, <laughs> clips, classic clips oh, for yeah, you in the get, next we'll final get. half hour of the show. We'll hear it. We're going to be off to Iceland. We're going to Canada. Um, I think we're off to Middlesbrough as well. Mm, so we uh, ground to cover. Good afternoon, Paul Hawksby, Andy Jacobs here on TalkSport. More classic clips to come, but we'll uh, continue chatting to the listeners. And we feel a bit guilty now, Andy, because we just looking up at the screen, we realised that Rob, the Arsenal fan, he's coming to us live from Toronto. And he's sitting outside and it's minus 10. Oh, no. He looks like he's smoking a cigar. Look at his break of been there for feet. two hours? Rob, why, <laughs> why won't they let you in the house? Guys, it's minus 14 here, oh. and uh, I really hope you came to me in the first hour. I've got nothing to think about. <laughs> oh, we should have done. Oh, we're sorry. We just, <laughs> it's very another... cruel, our producer. Yeah, that producer. You probably, he, did it he probably thinks you're an exit fan. That's what it is. So, <laughs> so um... I've, got a bit of, I've got a bit of Wayne Gretzky whiskey to keep me oh, warm, but that's that, about it. That yeah. looks good. Fantastic. Yeah, it looks very nice. So, um, what, what's Wayne the story? Wayne Gretzky does a whiskey. He does. Wayne Gretzky does a whiskey. He yeah, does. he certainly does. So, um what, 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 why are you in Canada? Do you live there or are right. you based in yeah, the UK? Yeah, good question. No, 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 I live in London. I've lived in London for the last 10 years. I'm Australian by my accent, but I married a, a Canadian girl for my, uh, for my sins. Uh, oh, so right. we're spending Christmas with my mother in law. Uh, that's the bottle of whiskey. Uh, so, uh, it's the least I can do. <laughs> Got a yeah. Blue Jays cap on. I was at, in uh, Tokyo, Toronto one year, Christmas, yeah. <laughs> and the snow was thigh deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. You're just going oh, yeah. that part of the world. You can't get out the front door sometimes. Is it, what's, has it been a sort of big dump this year? Was it, is it not too bad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty cold. Guys, I've got two kids under four. It's their first white Christmas. So, uh, it's been a fantastic, uh, experience, yeah. but, uh, a month with my mother-in-law. Uh, you know, we've got enough family drama to, to fill a Jerry Springer show here. <laughs> no one she joins outside. us now. Yeah, that's right. We've got her on. She's listening to every word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're... I don't think uh, Quebec is, is heartland of Hawksby and Jacobs, uh, <laughs> you know, we don't do Todd, enough. But, uh, Todd Macklin, he's we don't do enough. Club. We don't do enough ice hockey. That's what it is, Andrew. <laughs> um, so you say the talk sports help your integration into the UK in your time you've been living there. Yeah, yeah. I came I came to the UK 10 years ago. Um, I worked for the, actually, the British government. Um, I, you know, again, I'm originally Australian. So the way the way I learned about British culture was listening to your show. And, and I really appreciate everything you do. And, and the guys mentioned it earlier. I think I saw the show that you did on um, the defibrillator. I can't even talk. It's so cold right now. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, thought, I thought that was brilliant. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. No, those guys, they were, guys were fantastic. So, um, are you an Arsenal man? Why Arsenal? Was that Arsenal in Australia or since you've come to the UK? Arsenal for, Arsenal for, my, my, for my sins. Listen, I've always followed Arsenal, you know, Arsenal Wenger, the way they played. But since the Super League earlier this year, I really struggled. I'm not going to give another, another diet to the Cronky family. And uh, and I'm basically waiting for new ownership if I'm candid. Um, so I'm definitely one of those Arsenal fan TV uh, characters. What's right. interesting is that there are more people watching the Ashes in Toronto than there are in Britain. Yeah, there we go. We've, go gone, we've gone off it a bit. Yes, he's Australian now. The Ashes are on. <laughs> Never mind the Blue Jays cap. He should have his baggy green on. Uh, uh, well, lovely to talk to you. And um, have, have, an, guys. have another nip of that. 
Good work. Cheers, Rob. Thank you, yeah. Rob, the Arsenal fan. Have a good Christmas. Um, Borough fan now. Nick Bramley joins us. Hi, Nick. Hi, guys. You OK? Yeah, Just to let you know, Rob, I'm sat next to a radiator indoors. It's absolutely beautiful. <laughs> 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 Making him feel jealous. <laughs> now, lovely story attached to your second team. You go off uh, once a year with pandemic permitting to go and watch Borussia Dortmund play at uh, Nick and and it's kind of courtesy of talk sport this this second team love isn't it it is yeah I uh, I entered a competition um and I forgot I'd entered it and I got a call on a Monday from uh, from Jim White's producer asked me to answer a question didn't know the format of the quiz I got it right and they said we'll see you tomorrow and then we'll <laughs> see you on Wednesday I had to get the question right all week uh, on the Tuesday, I had a speed awareness test on the, uh, and I, could, I wasn't supposed to take phone calls. On the Wednesday, I was running a training course. I had to arrange lunch at 12.30. <laughs> uh, I was on a train coming back on the on the Thursday. Um, and, it, and it was all about Northern Europe and the link to the Premier League. And mm. I said to my son, who's a massive football fan like me, I said, what are they going to ask me about Dutch football? And he just said to me, well, they might ask you who who scored a, a hat-trick on their last ever game in Holland, who used to play for, in the Premier League. I thought, oh, OK, Dirk Kout. That was the question that came up on the Thursday. Wow. And, and, and on the Friday, you wouldn't believe how much um, actual sort of genning up I did on Borussia Dortmund. I could have told you who scored for them in the <laughs> 1967 sort of Holton Cup or whatever. <laughs> and the, the question was... Which uh, um, ex Borussia Dortmund manager now managing the Premier League won two titles back to back in eleven and twelve? I was thinking, <laughs> I know, ask me a harder one, and yeah. I was like, really, I was like as I'm saying, Jurgen Klopp, I'm thinking to myself, is there a trick here? Yeah. And then the, the, they all went, oh, well done, and I won two all expenses paid tickets to Dortmund, and it's just become a thing now. Obviously, I've been for a couple of years because of we went in we went in March 2020 just before lockdown. Yeah. We went, wow. uh, they say it's a brilliant. I mean, I, we've been to a game in the stadium, but that was for a. a European final, mm. not to see Dortmund, but they say it does get under your skin when people, you get to a game there, mm. it's brilliant. Well, they reckon there's a thousand Brits go to every home game, and uh, I've been on the yellow wall, and I've been in the, with my son, and we've been with my son and one of my mates, Dom, mm. on the away mixed end, and that was interesting, because that yeah. was, Hertha Berlin have got quite an interesting uh, ultras, that's all I'll say. <laughs> I couldn't see the first 15 minutes of the game because of a smoke bomb that had gone off and yeah. it was like, there's a game on there somewhere. Wow. Um, but it's a great trip. It's it's cheap, it's easy. Um, you know, they're very friendly, very accessible. And they actually actively encourage you to drink. So I'd, I'd oh. say for anyone who fancies a weekend away, it's, it's a tick box for your, uh, for your big football fans. It's not quite the same as the Riverside on a half-empty Tuesday night against Barnsley, but, <laughs> you know, it's, um, we, 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 live, we live with the disappointment on a regular basis. Yeah, you go away with Borough as well quite a lot. So what about life as a Borough fan? How are you feeling about that at the moment? Well, I'm only nervous because I've got tickets to go to Blackpool on the 29th and I've got tickets to go to Sheffield United on New Year's Day. I think we're okay yeah. for Boxing Day. We're playing uh, Forest on Boxing Day, yeah. which is the big game you forgot to mention on the entire show. All, all, all <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we're okay for Boxing Day, but I've got these away tickets for my son and so for Julian and Glenn who go with us to away games on uh on the 29th, we're staying overnight in the Sticky Carpet Hotel in Blackpool, which is non-refundable. Ah. So I'm... I'm, I'm you know, I'd like to go to the game, not just because I want to get my money back off the hotel, because I think, you know, um, they always play Blackpool Borough in November or December. They never let us go in Easter or on yeah. a Saturday. It's always midweek in rain, so we'll we'll see. But, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. We, we, we've turned a bit of a corner. 
Uh, Forrester in good form. Should yeah. be a good, great game on Boxing Day. Should be a and, um, yeah. yeah, it is what it is. I can send you a non-refundable token if you like. Yes. Uh, <laughs> have, a, have a lovely Christmas, Nick, and uh, lovely to talk to you. And I'm glad that your love of a football club came through a talk sport competition. We'll pass it on to Jim. Thank you. All the best. Cheers, thanks. Great description there, a sticky carpet hotel. I stayed yeah. in a sticky carpet hotel in Fife in Scotland, it literally. Yeah, it was, it's like, yeah. it's like you're constantly moonwalking. Now, should we squeeze a few more clips in? Shall we? Let's do that. I think we've got Coity up next. He's yeah. on the early breakfast, and you'd never guess that he once worked in music radio, and indeed still does sometimes. Early sports breakfast on TalkSport, TalkSport 2. How are you? I hope you're awake. I hope you're feeling okay. It's 5.14. Uh, I'm Paul Coit, former world number one golfer Luke. Donald joins us very shortly and we'll go through today's front pages. That was it on the beat. That was what a pro. Fantastic, wasn't it? Um, Alan Brazil, this was a very, very interesting interview he was lining yeah. up. Right, we're going to have a quick break and coming up, the youngest British female ever. Congratulations to Benita Norris. Can she speak? Yeah. She's a day old. <laughs> Tremendous speak? interview. You're not going to get a lot of sense best. out of us sitting there dribbling. Not Alan, of course, <laughs> Benita. Um, uh, yes, now, uh, this is Beaky, a commentary moment yeah. going full partridge. Yeah. He could have played for four countries altogether. Here's Krasic from the right-hand side, clips it back, Zigic with the headed out, great chance, it's there! It's been belted home by Milan Jovanovic and Serbia just after Germany had been reduced to 10 men, have taken the lead here. Sensational. He's fallen down the moat. Fallen down the moat. <laughs> uh, yes, um, let's have a bit of uh, Alan well, Brazil. This next one, uh, we should say hello to Gilo, because yes. this, this clip wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Gilo's he phone. He found it on his phone, yeah. It's, uh, it's a time check during the uh, Open. It's gone 9.32. Don't forget Andy Gray coming up at 10 o'clock here on the Sports Breakfast. 9.32, Tiger after the ball on the left-hand side. 9.32 here on Top Sport. Never quite worked out what the time was. Uh, Shall we have a bit of Cass? Uh, yes. Tony Cascarino and Andy Goldstein on the Sports Bar. Let's speak to Eddie, he's a Liverpool fan. Eddie, good evening. Hey, good evening, guys. Very good to be talking to Tony Cass. Yes, legend. Uh, yeah, well, I'm an ex-Irish Pat, an, an Irish ex-Pat, should I say, oh, uh, here you, in California. Are you, are you Pat? <laughs> We've been speaking to a lot of people called Pat this afternoon, haven't we, around the world? <laughs> yeah. And uh, should we bring you this one? It's, uh, it's yep, here it goes. Um, uh, this is Jamie Carragher's favourite ever clip of the <laughs> right. week, so I don't know if Carol's listening this afternoon. Yep. But uh, it is Gary Bushell, TV reviewer, uh, talking to Alan Brazil and Mike Parry about an event he'd gone to. I feel a bit of a fraud today. Why? Because I wasn't watching any TV last night. I was at the filming of the BAFTA tribute for Bob Munkhouse over at the BBC. Is that right? But that was a bit of fun. Oh, I mean, there were some really nice contributions from a lot of good people, including some of the best of the younger comics around now. You like Jack D, Jimmy Khan, Steve Coogan. Yeah. And, and the clips were absolutely sensational. They got all these greatest one-liners, his mm. acting roles, nostalgia by the bucket. I mean, you forget he was in things like Carry On Sergeant mm. and as well as... Well, uh, many people, Gary, forget that he's one of the greatest stand-up comics you've ever seen. Oh, I, yeah, I saw yeah. him years ago when I was still a reporter in Chester, and at the time we only knew him as the host of The Golden Shot or whatever, you know? I tell you what, he's got a great... Uh, you know, if he has to, he can do a blue version as well, which is meant to be fantastic. Oh, yes, yes. In fact, you can get those on, on oh, um, video still, on DVD probably now. Um, this, this, this show goes out the weekend after next on BBC One. You're absolutely, you, you're absolutely right. You're left with no doubt that Monkhouse was yeah. a giant. Yeah. Sure. Oh, no, no, absolutely. Gary, what about Bob's health now? Uh, he died um, at Christmas. I think Mr. Brazil was um, just just looking a little bit back there rather than forward. Well, yeah, we, we right. Not, not to see, see, I, I, yeah. I had uh, yeah. two different versions I mean, of yeah. it, to be the honest. Te the, te the 
terrible thing. Two was, different versions, I was told. <laughs> two, you know, two different. Somebody's going around saying Bob was still alive. The clue, the clue is that Gary was speaking in the past tense. <laughs> and Mike and Alan are speaking in the present tense. It's so How brilliant. Is Bob's health? And the, about the blue book. Yeah. If he has to. Like if he forced. has to, if he's like, arm up his back, gets the blue book <laughs> Such out. Such a brilliant clip. So, um, we're going to keep chatting. We've got one more. Yes, Jeffrey Boycott. This is a this is a corker. This is uh, Jeffrey. Um, yes, speaking to one of his old mates. Right, uh, David Lloyd. I have on the phone, David. We <laughs> <laughs> remind that when we talk about the virus. Hello, COVID. <laughs> uh, yeah, hello, COVID. Uh, anyway, yeah. So um, we move on. Uh, just driven past Betty's in Harrogate. Very much open, says Simon. Thank you for that. We don't <laughs> want to turn people away. We we were given <laughs> some stuff. It was close. We didn't know. He was just guessing. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, some more clips. We'll hear from the last of our listeners as well. Paul Hawksby, Andy Jacobs here on Talk Sports. We're going to go to Iceland now and speak to a West Ham fan. It's uh, Gary. Gary, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Where is he? There Thanks he for is. being so patient. Fantastic. Oh, oh, Danny Gary. Kelly lookalike. Yeah, no, <laughs> so, again, it's interesting. So many of the listeners uh, living in different parts of the world. What took you to Iceland, Gary? Well, uh, I met a woman and she brought me here. <laughs> she's no, Icelandic, I'll take it. She's not from Canning Town. She's from Iceland. She's, she's from Iceland. Oh, okay, yeah. fantastic. Do you, do you live in Reykjavik? I live in Selfoss, oh, okay. a little bit, uh, half an hour from Iceland. Wow. So what's from, your... From, from Selfoss. Oh, okay. what's, your, what's, your, what's your Icelandic like then, Gary? Pretty good? Glady Yule. That's Happy Christmas. Well, oh, that's fantastic. Tremendous. <laughs> Do they have a branch of Iceland in Iceland? This is just a question. They have a what? A branch of Iceland. I wouldn't open with it. No, I'm just asking. <laughs> it actually is here, yes. Yeah, there you go. There's a branch of Iceland in I, Iceland. There's a branch of Iceland in Iceland. There you go. Fantastic. Yes, See, that's uh, two things you've learned tonight. <laughs> two things you've learned tonight. It's amazing. Yeah. You so, must be delighted. West Ham are going well. I know they had a bit of a setback the other night, but hmm. in general, it's been a good listen, couple listen, of seasons. Listen, I... Uh, Ice, West Ham, yeah, are doing the stuff. They are, well, they, they are. They certainly are. That. No, and it's it's Christmas Day for you now, isn't it? Because they celebrate uh, yes in, in Iceland. So yeah, yeah. So we're going to have the meal tonight mm. and open all the gifts after we've had the meal. Lovely. Really having a, t- a reindeer? Reindeer? <laughs> no. I don't know. I've had we're reindeer. A, it's quite nice. Yeah. A, a leg of lamb and uh, all the business. Lovely. What does reindeer taste like? Uh, a bit, yeah, a bit like uh, <laughs> a bit like reindeer actually. Um, Gary, thank you. Um, let's have a quick chat with Michael, who's a, a Manchester United fan. Michael, where are you, Michael James? How you doing, lads? You okay? Yeah, we're just trying right. to find you on our screen there somewhere. Fantastic. We seem to have a Oh, okay. Oh, there you are, <laughs> no Michael. Good man. man. Fantastic. Here. Yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> so, <laughs> so where where do we find you today, Michael? Uh, I'm back up in Yarm, North Yorkshire, visiting my parents, but um, I live just outside of Brighton. Oh, a nice All part right. of the world. Very nice. And you've got a very worthwhile job. You're a social care worker, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Um, I work with uh, disabled children. Um, been there for like six years now um so it's kind of kept me busy during lockdown but to be honest i feel quite lucky that i've been able to go to a job to yeah. be honest um, during the whole thing so uh, and some long hours and you say mm. talk sport keeps your company well this is it yeah so i do 14 hour days um oh. i'll do half days and then obviously during lockdown uh, i live by myself so then you kind of left a bit of a loose end during the during the lockdown so yeah i was trying to work out the birthday spread and Try and uh, yeah, keep it yeah. going with that. 
But, and um, you're a Manchester United fan, and every, you know people listen to the shows. They say they're definitely anti-Manchester United. They're simply like anti-Liverpool, <laughs> anti-Chelsea, anti-Tottenham. How do you feel? Do you think we're anti-Man? Not us personally, but you think we're anti-Manchester United? Um, I think every club thinks that everyone else hates <laughs> yeah, them, doesn't they? Exactly, so, I don't, exactly. so I don't know. Um, I can see why people do hate us, to be honest. But um, but yeah, no, it's okay. But I, I, to be honest, I think people pity us more than hate us at the moment. Oh. I think it's it's going that bad. Well, so, Ranić's uh, good. He's a good signing. I think things are picking up for you. Yeah, I'm pleased with the manager now, but um, I think it's the management above him that's the problem. Uh, Ed Woodward and all that. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They've Ask me in two years' there, time. I think we'll still be doing the same problems. They won't recognise each other when they play again. Will they? No, it's <laughs> a long <laughs> time. For we, we've got to press on, Michael. It's been lovely to see you. Have a fantastic Christmas. Thanks ever so much for joining us. Nice one, lads. Thank you. There we are. This uh, Michael, the Manchester United fan. Let's squeeze in a couple more clips. It's Quinny. He's back and uh, he's talking fashion. And off the back of Saga's man bag, we hear that producer Skagsy wore a pair of. Ugg boots, what are they? Ugg boots. <laughs> I'll tell you about those in a minute. Okay, on Boxing Day, he took them back the next day after getting so much abuse from his mates. We want to know what's your biggest fashion fox paz? <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful French speaker. Cass could have helped him out there. More on that in a minute. Uh, Alan Brazil with Max Rushton's favourite clip. Shame it's about five in the morning and Max is asleep. <laughs> yeah. Listening to the Alan Brazil Sports Breakfast, Ray Palmer and Ford. I've taken loads of cooking. <laughs> Sounds very upbeat and honest about it. I think he was interest, introing a story, of course. <laughs> introing a story. Uh, this is a corker. It's mm. uh, like something from the Woody Allen film, Bananas. Tony Cascarino went and interviewed uh, Robert Perez and does speak uh, good French and got slightly lost into the French and the English. What is it about the Arsenal that makes you feel at home? Yes. Uh, I like it, uh, England. I like it, uh, London. And uh, for me, for me, Arsenal, I think is a is the best is the best club in uh, in this country. Yes, um, I like Arsenal very much. I love living in London, and uh, I, th I feel that Arsenal is the best <laughs> club in the country. <laughs> it's, it's easy done. Um, yes, uh, so you have the Moose. His Frost versus Nixon moment. Oh, One yes. of the best interviews ever on Talk Sport. Check it out. Brilliant. The Manchester United players are just literally walking past me right now. In fact, I'm walking up to Carlos Tevez, see if he can grab a quick word. I bet he's busy. Edwin van der Sar's walking past me. Carlos, good luck this afternoon. Thank you. Thank you. Carlos Tevez saying thank you to be wishing him luck. Every year on Carlos's birthday, there's a picture of him and Moose from yeah. that interview. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the corker from Goffey chatting to uh, one of the dancers uh, on Strictly. Anyway, enough of the cock here. Uh, I'd rather speak to his partner, uh, Alexandra Shellman. Where are you from? I'm from Finland. Finland. Yeah, yeah. you speak Finnish? I think she can get by. So. She can get by in her native tongue, as far as we know. Is she from Gatwick? Um, from Gatwick. And finally, it's uh, Alan not realising the microphones are still on. Alvin here with us with Ronnie and I right through to 10 o'clock taking your calls. 08717 222344. Your texts and emails. Travel next. <clears throat> Jaffa cake then on? <laughs> Alan's book should have been called Jaffa cake, anyone. That's it. We got through most of we them. Did. They were the classic clips. Uh, to all the listeners, thank you ever so much for being with us this afternoon. You all have a fantastic Christmas. Thanks so much for joining us. Cheers. There we are, the listeners. What a good bunch. Yeah, good bunch. I've been chatting with each other on Zoom throughout the afternoon. Well, uh, that is us. That's it. Yes, uh, that is all done. Um, well done to you, Paul, for keeping it all going this year. Brilliant, I think. 
Oh, it's a, no problem. It's, it's been great to have you back on a more regular yeah, basis. Thanks to Charlie and to Max, who yeah, held up well an end. were brilliant for us. Uh, our, our brilliant producer. Top production team, uh, of course, John, our producer, Jamie, our assistant producer. We get a lot of help from uh, Jamie and Will and Connor, all of our fine tech ops. All our tech ops, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, people who that man the phones and woman the phones for us all the time. So we're back. I'm back on Tuesday the 4th with Charlie, and he's back on Wednesday the 5th. So have a fantastic Christmas. Enjoy yourselves, keep safe, and uh, we will catch up with you uh, in the new year. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.